1: Fishing like a local is having an experience that stays with you forever. And with Fishing Booker, you can experience it too, no matter where you are. Discover your next adventure on Fishing Booker.
0: Hello, my friends. Welcome to the podcast, the Working Class Bow Hunter Podcast. This podcast is our first step back in since shit, before our bear hunt, where we're starting to get back to our normal schedule. All the boys back in studio. Um, it, it's all down the pipe. We're busy, busy right now, which is good. No complaints. Uh, we just found out, uh, the Wisconsin show canceled. We won't be there. Illinois deer and beer fest canceled. Won't be there. So no more trade shows for us for the rest of this year. Kind of sucks. We'll see you at ATA show or we'll see you at Nebraska right after ATA show. Other than that, um, we have clearance sale going on. Hanging Bang shirts and Trippin' to a 150 shirts. We have some new versions of both of those coming out. And another new design will be hitting the store soon. Stay tuned for that. Um, Man, this podcast was a ton of fun. We had Mr. Sam Gaylord and Johnny Utah in the studio talking everything Old Barn Taxidermy. And if you appreciate hardworking people and true just red-blooded American businesses, Old Barn Taxidermy is your spot um i hope you enjoy this episode sam is honestly one of my favorite people of all time i think i just like that guy he reminds me of one of the good old boys that i grew up hunting with that i learned um how i learned how to hunt so um it's just kind of cool you know when you, you run into good people they're everywhere in the hunting game so the podcast is presented by hha sports people are texting me right now i apologize the podcast is uh presented by hha sports I'm shooting the regular Tetra. Steve's shooting the regular Tetra. Doug and Eric are shooting the Tetra max and we're all shooting the Virtus uh, rest all lifetime warranty, all American made. Uh, basically they've sourced out all Midwestern materials and companies and all that to basically make their products. So that's pretty cool too. And they support our veterans uh, with HHA USA. So check them out. Um, Sink crusher, you know, right now, Our scent crusher, like room cleans and ozone goes and stuff like that are working overtime. Coming into some of the fall hunts we have planned, uh, Eric and I are going on the antelope hunt. Eric, me, Eric, my old man, and the Buckstrom boys are going to be chasing antelope again. So we'll be using them on that for sure because the wind's a mofo out there, um, especially on wire antelope. So that will be a huge help. Um, Victory Arrows. I believe we're all going to shoot the rip take TKOs again this year. This is going to be my third or fourth year in a row shooting them. Love that arrow. I've never felt the need to change. I've never cussed my arrow ever in the time of shooting those. I switched from another brand to these um, to these arrows actually through Ross Bigger's recommendation. He had a little bow shop at, at the time, and I haven't looked back since. And that was before we even partnered with them. So. There's just a bonus that I already shot that arrow, bought those arrows and became friends with them. And they're one of our partners. So super thankful for that uh, victory archery. Check them out. The rip TKO. If you're in the market for new arrow, good stuff. Um, Gator outdoors lifestyle brand. Good people based out of Eastern Iowa. Um, Wade's due for a podcast. We keep saying that it's busy, busy out here. Check out GatorOutdoors.com. elite archery. So for all outdoor group products, um, elite Scott, even if we're not sponsored by them, code WCB is 20% off. So you can get a brand new Elite Ember for like 400 bucks out the door. Brand new bow. That's insane. It's perfect for you if you're looking for something new. It's a super adjustable bow if you want to get one of your youngsters that bow and have them grow into it. If your wife's on the fence about you know maybe getting into archery, that's the perfect type of bow to get her because if she's not that into it, Crank it up. You got a second bow. You got a bow for your kids. You got a bow. Whatever you want to do. It's it's versatile. It's pretty freaking cool. 400 Bones. Code WCB. It's pretty kick-ass. Um, big time. So you better start thinking about fall food plots. I feel like I'm already behind the gun. Everyone that came to the shoot, I think, left with a bag or two of Big Time or more. Um, but if you didn't make it out to the shoot, if you've always been curious about Big Time Seed, code WCB. 2020. I should have that written down here, but I don't. Saves you twenty percent off food plot seed. Um, check it out. Buck brunch, last stand, can't go wrong, and the whole other line of food plot seed. Highly recommended. And if you have an ace hardware and they don't carry it, you can order it and have it shipped for free to an ace hardware. It's fucking badass. I don't know what else you want. Um Hunter's Blend Coffee. Helping us through our hunts, helping us through our work days. Um, super thankful for that crew. Good people there, real good people. Damn good coffee, you might add. Um, Old Barn Taxidermy. Damn it, we're proud pa- <laughs> proud partners with Old Barn Taxidermy. Can't even talk. I got so excited about it. Um, but I don't really need to plug them because this whole episode is all about Old Barn Taxidermy. Um, but if you're in the area or you're near an outpost, that's right. They have an outpost and they have a shop in Colorado. Um, but if an outpost, basically, if you don't want to drive, drive to Fort Madison, Iowa, you look up where an outpost is, call them up, drop your shit off, Old Barn will have it. Um seat and can cooker. Super thankful for all our partners. Um, and we are thankful for you for listening to the podcast. I am excited to get everybody back in studio uh, next week. We should be on our normal schedule. We had a lot of fun episodes on the docket this summer. We hope you enjoy Hang in there. Shoot your bow. Um, take the time to do it now that we don't get to cuss yourself later in the meantime hope you enjoy these episodes hopefully we're helping you through your work day we are feeling for you if you're welding grinding working in a stagnant testing lab like i'm doing any labor at all where you work outside or in a shop or anything hot we feel for you if you work in the ac good for you but you just can't fucking bitch about the weather that's fair right it's fair untuck your shirt relax a little listen to the podcast enjoy yourself um the rest of us wage brains will sweat out knowledge and calories and we'll uh gain it all back through bushlight and other cheap gas station beer it's what we do wage brains hope you enjoy the
1: episode I'm Chase Ralston with Rubline Marketing. This is Jeff Lindsay. This is Michael Pitt. Hey everybody, it's John Dudley from Knock
2: On TV. Hey guys, this is
1: Jared Scheffler from Whitetail Adrenaline. Hi, I'm Taylor Drury from Drury Outdoors. Hey, this is Nick Buck from Bow Collectors. Hey, this is Melissa Buckman. Working class bow hunter. Working class, bow hunter.
2: Working, class bow hunter. Working Class Bow Hunter Podcast. Working class
3: bow hunter.
4: Podcast.
0: Working class bow hunter Working class bow hunter. Working class
2: bow hunter. You're listening to the working class bow hunter. That's right. This is a podcast for Billy Joe bucket the working man, just like me and you. My name's Travis T Bone
0: Turner from the Bone Collector. Thank you for tuning in. Nobody pushes the envelope like
2: working class bow hunter.
4: Hey, this is Jules McQueen, and you are listening to the Working
2: Class Bow Hunter Podcast.
4: It's really, really not that good.
2: Good, 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 good. What's
0: up guys? Welcome to the working class Bowhunter hunter podcast. This one should be a fun one. We have some in-studio guests. Um, Old Barn Taxidermy himself, Sam Gaylord's in studio. Thank you for coming, sir. Cool,
2: cool. Glad to be here.
0: And Mr. Johnny Utah's in the studio as well. Yes. He's raising, I think he's raising the what? roof right now. Yes. Raising the roof. <laughs> yes, sir. I haven't
3: seen that since the 90s, I don't think.
0: And Eric Hayman. I'm here. I'm here. No Steve, no, no Steve. Doug. No we, we, we're going to have a packed studio. Steve might have COVID again. He's going to be the dude to bring it back. So yeah. <laughs> we're giving him he a break. Yeah. He's the guy that has it three times. <laughs> yeah. He's, he's complaining about getting benched. And it's like, well, how bad do you want to kill a buck, man? That's so it. let's That's talk it. about it.
4: Mm-hmm.
2: Didn't you get COVID last time you were in town? Yes, I did. Yeah. Hey, it's tough. <laughs> so. That was from Steve.
0: It's tough out here. <laughs> you just got to man up when you get on the podcast. Hey, right. hey, do you want to keep doing this outdoor content or not? It's part right. of the biz. Yeah, But uh, no, thanks for coming to the studio, guys. Hey, man, I appreciate you having me. Sam, I know we talked about doing a podcast with you guys for, I mean, for shit, a while now. Long time. It's well overdue, I can say that. Well yeah. overdue. Um, I think it's perfect timing, though. Because I just was there picking up deer and yeah. dropping off a bear. Beautiful bear. Thank you. Holy crap, man. Dude, I, uh, I'm i still on cloud nine. I'm sure everyone's probably tired well, of me talking you'll, about you'll it. You'll never come off cloud
2: nine. No, no. no. I'm so thankful. Oh, I really am. Amazing. So it's amazing. It's kind of like sitting in this chair I'm sitting in, you know? You feel that way? Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> you don't got to butter it up more yeah. than it is. Yeah.
0: But no, I am super thankful. But I, th- <laughs> I I thought that the timing of it all, it was perfect because... I got to pick up deer finished products yeah. from your guys' shop, and then drop an animal off that I don't have yet in my taxidermy collection. And that it kind of like resets your taxidermy. Uh, I guess I don't I don't know what word to look your, your compass. Yeah, yeah, okay, yeah. Like concerns on you don't really know what you want, you don't know what you need, right? You don't know. You don't have an idea on what it will look like when it's done. Um, Deer, I have enough deer heads. I kind of have an idea on, like, what it could look like and what I want out of a deer and
2: all that stuff. Right. Well, coming in with a bear, I don't don't know any of that. Right. Um, And then bears, you can just make them do anything. I mean, you know, we like to get in your head. I, I yeah. love it when we come in, we talk about stories and where you're going to put it. You know, just like coming to your house, I get to see where you're going to put it. This is working it, out know? great. <laughs> yeah. So I get to say, well, you know, if, if we need to be on this wall, we need to be doing this or doing that. I mean, right. it's, yeah. it's definitely, you know, about getting that personality and, and getting the most bang out of your buck. Yeah. Before we For get sure. too
3: deep in this, should we? you want us to tell us who you are and like yeah. how you kind of got well, Old I'm Barn? Well, I'm really nobody. <laughs> how you got Old Barn started and all that shit?
2: Yeah. Great work,
4: Eric.
2: Yeah, I don't know. Uh, I started Old Barn... I've actually been in the taxidermy industry since 1993. Oh, yeah. Uh, I got, was in, three. got into it. Yeah. Uh, yeah. I was. Well, I'm not going to tell you. But it, I, doesn't, I was, it, it doesn't I, matter. I was a older, you know. You're I, just a boy, though. I was a boy. A <laughs> boy in a man's body, maybe. <laughs> I still am, I think. But anyhow, no, I had an ex wife that was a tremendous artist, mm-hmm. and uh, she had had a, a job that was just amazing, lost that job. Through a merger with the company, and we were sitting around saying, "What are we going to do?" You know, and mm-hmm. at the time we'd saved a bunch of money because you know we we knew that it couldn't always be this great. You know, yeah, right? right. So, so uh, yeah. we got checking around, and she actually uh, decided to be a taxidermist. I mean, uh, we sent her up to school. Uh, there's a school up in Northwest Iowa, mm-hmm. and she went up there for nine weeks, and I kind of lived it through her eyes for years and years and years. Yeah. and then in 2006 ish, I'm guessing uh we just had a life change Um uh, we kind of grew different directions mm-hmm. and, you know shit happens yeah you yep. know and uh i'm sitting there i lost my house and my truck and everything my family everything went away but you know I, I start scratching my head shit i just lost my taxidermist <laughs> You know, right <laughs> so that was uh, the one thing that stuck out. yeah <laughs> yeah you know Here, here's a guy who loves to kill stuff and now i don't have a taxidermist to do my stuff but uh I'd lived it through her eyes, even though I hadn't never done any of it before. Yeah. Mm -hmm. So I made a phone call to one of our mutual friends and said, Hey, dude, you know, if I bring up some deer, will you kind of walk me through this process? You know, I've seen it a thousand times, but I never literally did it. And, you know, he said, yeah, come on up. So that first year I took like three, four deer heads, just called buddies up, you know, and, Mm -hmm. you know, they took a chance and hoping that it wasn't going to be gagged me ugly. (laughs) And I went to my buddy and he said, you know, after the first, too he said you got this dude i mean you know you kind of you kind of know what's going on got into the pattern of it and yeah yeah you know and i'd seen so much of it that you know i just needed to get that hands-on to see you know how to actually implement what i'd watched all those years so sure it worked out good it worked out good uh i didn't ever think i could do it you know i'm not really? i'm not artistic at all you mm-hmm. know, i'm just i can't even draw a stick man you okay know? you're
0: <laughs> you're probably giving a lot of guys hope yeah, right now a little bit because yeah. I know.
2: Yeah, because I because I'm not I'm not the smartest guy in the world, you know. I'm not the, not the sharpest tool in the shed. <laughs> you got to work a little harder. Yeah, I got to work a little harder. So. Right. And then I met Johnny, and it all come twofold you know <laughs> <laughs> everything <laughs> just started that weird. wage brain yeah <laughs> yeah
4: yeah
0: the wage brain is what i like to call it yeah, yeah yeah
2: i got <laughs> well, i got a man crush and we've been together ever since
1: yeah it's yeah. adorable
0: you guys are a great couple we are, are we're cute together you right? are cute it is yeah, yeah i mean
1: we're uh you know we celebrated our first year yeah you know i'm proud of you guys yeah. it's good nice date and <laughs> yeah yeah, yeah.
2: He, he brought me a gift today
1: yeah. did he mm-hmm. yeah yeah
2: you got the new grunt calls. You, yeah. You're you awesome. Got, them things are the bomb.
0: Let's not leave the podcast without talking about that before yeah, this yeah, episode's yeah, over. For sure. Um, so cool. Like you, you basically took a bad situation more or less and turned it around for the better. Right. Yeah. Is that fair?
2: Yeah. Yeah. You know, uh, what I thought was probably the worst thing that could happen to me. I was, you know, mid forties when that was going on. And mm-hmm. I'm like, wow, what am I going to do here? You know? And yeah. Um, uh, turned around and it ended up being it's, it's going to be a nice ending of my career i mean you yeah. know i'm i i can not see myself doing anything other than this now i mean yeah. it's something i just love i'm I'm passionate about it uh it's it's the people i love the people yeah you know i like you know i love meeting guys and gals and reliving them stories and yeah kind of like your your podcast i mean you know it's, exactly it's something you really guys really like and embrace sure. And
4: for sure
0: so you learn taxidermy you get that all flipped around. You, I mean, I'm sure right out the gate it's your passion, right? You're a hunter, oh, yeah. and then taxidermy yeah. is like the coolest thing. So,
2: yeah, everybody wants to be taxidermist, <clears throat> right? I mean, yeah, to some extent, you, for sure. You, you, you did some taxidermy classes, right? Yeah, I, d- yeah, I did a found- game
0: head course with Joe Meter in Solon, Iowa, um, yeah. right out of college. Joe's the man, and dude he is he's Mr. Whitetail. It was intimidating, man. It yeah. was intense, and you know, I had some experience, and that was my plan: is to be a taxidermist out. You know, when I got done with that, and yeah. that's how I met Mark Reif and
2: um yeah he's, he'd mark does beautiful work yeah see, you know that's first work i gotta see here in yeah his house. man it's nice stuff
0: great taxonomist yeah. he is he's real good um and a great dude too you know yeah. it's we hit it off real well just i kind of just did winter apprentices when i was laid off from my other job and right. helped him out and it just was, turned out to be one of those things that i just never dove dove hard for it um i had intentions too but it just didn't and well, then i always could too like later on you know of course yeah. but
2: I think, you know, like today, taxidermy – there's taxidermy schools everywhere. Mm -hmm. And I think if you went in there and actually did like a post-taxidermy school look at the the students, I bet one out of five is not a taxidermist. I would say that too. Yeah. You know, people are passionate about it. They want it. Yeah. Then they figure out it's freaking
4: work. It's it's a lot of
0: work and it's – I know I could probably stumble my way through a deer head. Oh, yeah but you know and then i got more experience helping mark and stuff like that but i wouldn't have the confidence to do one for a customer or something like that you know um and i wanted to have like the the correct facility to dive into it and all that but it's you know i'm making excuses blah 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 you know maybe one day i'll jump into it who knows i don't know
2: but well i got a place for you down there well
0: (laughs) you know and we'll see what happens i always need help (laughs) john (laughs) helps
2: me all the time
0: when my wife leaves me, I'll probably hit you up and come down. and <laughs> <laughs> When you have that midlife there's, crisis, there's, there's <laughs> life. There's life
2: after the wife. leaving me, I'm telling
0: you. <laughs> right, right. So, so you start doing taxidermy. So how long before you have a shop from that point?
2: Oh, you know, I, I was working construction at the time. Actually, I, I owned a large construction company and, uh, we had like 280 employees. I was in Damn. three states. Oh. Yeah, it was crazy. Um, it was an o nine when all that housing garbage was going on and yeah. we we weren't actually a house builder I, I i actually- i owned a company did housing, but it was clear separate of this big company mm-hmm. but uh we just signed a huge contract to take over the whole state of New mexico as a as a phone guy yeah you know we had like show up times we had to be with there in three hours so i mean it took a lot of resources, yeah, so we'd opened up five branch offices i'd hired about a hundred people uh, down there and Life was good. I mean, it was rolling re- really good. I signed that contract in June to be shovel ready January 1. June of the following year, life is good. I'm rolling down the road listening to the local radio and I hear they got bought out. <laughs> oh, no. Oh, yeah. Yeah. <laughs> I-, I just near shit my pants.
0: That's how you had to find out.
2: Oh, yeah. Yeah. That was, it was horrible. So. I called procurement. Them guys were in Denver, and, you know, and I'd been working for this company for like 15 years as, yeah. as a general contract in all of Iowa, Nebraska, right? So mm-hmm. I knew these guys. Like, I went to their kids' graduation parties and stuff. Right, you know? right. I called them up. So, why didn't anybody tell me? I was saying, you guys let me just invest all this money. And I said, well, we were in a gag order, man. We couldn't tell you. But your contract's good. It's good. You're fine. Wow. Well my contract was good, but everybody I'd worked with for fifteen years took their golden parachute and left. Right. And left of course, those, right. Yeah, left a bunch of kids that couldn't allocate work or, or get, you know, invoices through. Yeah, yeah. So I literally went from invoicing this huge amount every week to this little bitty amount and of course I got this huge ass payroll. Right know? right. So I got my banks together and one of them little banks was bought a bunch of loans on the bad on the east coast during mm-hmm. that housing thing and they yeah. were failing and they got chicken shit on me and next thing you know i'm broke (sighs) yeah oh yeah it was worse it was you know here i'd lost my wife right before that and i lost my business and god damn man yeah it was pretty crazy it was crazy but and i'd gotten remarried in the middle of all this so couldn't even imagine all that shit yeah it was pretty depressing for a few days and
1: that's but. when
4: you for know, a few, few days, days. <laughs> yeah, well and that's when you know you found a
1: good woman because she married you oh, at
2: the that, bottom you, <laughs> you know right. I mean? that's true that's well, true well no here's the deal she married me when i was on top and she took me to the bottom or rode with me to the bottom <laughs> right and everybody you know the whole town i'm from a little town are like oh, you know she married him for his money you know because i had money yeah I mean, right. you know i maybe wasn't rich but i was pretty good off at the time you know? yeah yeah like I got, well, we, right, yeah. They found out it was other things that she stayed with me for. No, well, of course. We won't, <laughs> maybe we won't get, we'll we won't talk get about into, that. We won't get into that.
0: But. My goodness, you're a tripod. <laughs> yeah, yeah. yeah. <laughs> like Hammer Time, right? Yeah.
2: <laughs> See, that's the era I'm from, Hammer
0: Time. <laughs> I, I had the old Austin Powers reference on that. <laughs> Remember that? Oh, yeah. that's a, uh, Okay, so. Anyhow, anyhow well, I, let you, me ask you this. Did, were you, I mean. You seem like a positive, like you're always looking at the positive. That's how I was look. not positive in that time in my life. Right. How could you be for a no. little bit there, you know? Yeah. But, I mean, obviously you had the will to, like, make it out and, and yeah. get push, back on your forward. feet.
2: Yeah. Yeah, push forward. I have been blessed to be able to look through situations and make money. I mean, that's yeah. just always, you know, that's how I grew that business that big. You know, and not only did I have that business, I owned a car dealership because I had 280 my own vehicles, so I might as well be buying them for myself, right? Right, right. <laughs> So then I had 280 idiots wrecking my trucks. So guess what? I had to have a body shop, right? So might as well fix my own <laughs> stuff, right? So I poured all this concrete for these other companies. Like, well, I might as well own the concrete company. So I mean, I had five businesses, that all tied to that one business. No kidding. Yeah, but I did find out something. Never be the guarantor for all your businesses. <laughs> right. <laughs> Split that around because when they take it, they take it all. You know, all right? They, they right? Want, right. They, they want everything. Man, that's so.
0: fa- that's fascinating to me that mindset because. Like we have this business, yeah, and that's where we've learned a
3: a lot of. We can't keep track of two people,
0: let alone that many, right? You know, but (laughs) I can't either. (laughs) I hire good people, (laughs) but it would be. I think I could be good at any business that I dive into and want to care about. And that's that's the key,
2: right? I want to care about this. You you have to be passionate about it. Mm -hmm. Yeah. You you know, you guys are passionate looking at John here, you know, he works all the time. You got to be passionate about what you do. If you want to be successful.
0: For sure. You know, and I guess, you know, I work at John Deere's my day job, and when I leave John Deere I don't give a fuck about combines. But, you know, I guess if it was my combine shop I'd be a little I'd be singing a little different tune. (laughs) Oh, absolutely. You know, I'd be really passionate about combines because it's gonna make me money, whatever. But anyway so, all this tanks, and you're you're basically looking,
2: yeah, I'm sitting there thinking, what am I going to do? You know, and actually I had a local guy, uh an old friend of mine who's a huge investor i mean he he loves to invest in in people. Mm-hmm. he called me and he said, Sammy, what happened?" And I told him, you know, same story, I just told you guys, you know yeah. we were going good, and all of a sudden we weren't i mean it's just it happened in six weeks, i mean literally oh. literally went from businessman of the year." Broke in six week period, you know, to this four eyed devil that lost everything, because mm-hmm. people don't understand. Yeah, right. You know, they, the people that from the outside looking in, you know, they don't they don't get it. But anyhow, yeah, this, this guy kind of got a hold of me. He said, "Can we at least save the local jobs?" He said, "I'll I'll invest in you." And so I went home and Linda, my wife, you know, love her to death, and we're sitting there. So, well, what are we going to do? And she says, "What are you going to do? You don't know anything else, mm-hmm. you know?" And like, well, shit. You know, so yeah. next day I built a business model around 20 jobs and, you know, having a small telefo- telephone communications contracting company right there. Mm-hmm. And he invested. He he wrote me a large check, said, go get what you need. Um, and I kind of did on a handshake just a three-year and out thing. Yeah. I told him I'll do it for three years. and end of three, I wanted to be done. At that point, you know, I sat back. I would already, you know, been doing these deer heads, you know, and doing that as my hobby, you know, just kind of. Right. That, that I think by then I was taking like 35, 40 maybe yeah that's you a know, pile yeah and just just enjoying it and I told Linda I said you know I think you know I could build a taxidermy business we'll just use the the business mentality of the big business yeah and mm-hmm. all the way we track things and everything we do and let's let's put that into you know this industry over here and do something different so mm-hmm. you know and I I'm that guy I don't I never know where to be satisfied so you that's know, a good thing probably yeah right? you know and I'm a chaser I like to chase and you know we've grown that into quite a business today. I mean, we've got 20 full-time employees. We got two full-time locations, one in Iowa, one in Colorado. Mm-hmm. Uh we've got several major drop-off locations. We're over there in Rockford, Illinois at, at yeah. com. He's he's a huge uh wild game processing center. Um, yeah, yeah. And I've got a lot of what we call old barn outposts just around different places. So Great yeah. idea by That's the way. Awesome idea. Oh yeah, yeah, cuz you know with taxidermy to be really really successful and have a nice business you just cannot get it locally right and most of the big attorney firms that are that are large large they're chasing them one percent money yeah you know mm-hmm. they got they're doing the international stuff they're doing the, you know yeah yeah the, the corporate john deere guy you know, yep. the, the, the john deere executive who makes six hundred thousand or 1.6 million dollars a year yep i've never chased that guy I don't want to chase that guy. I, I got a couple of them just because of circumstances. We do yeah. really nice work and I knew them. Well, of course, sure. right. Sure. Yeah. Yeah, you know, look at you guys. You know, I got I got this corporate account here, you know? this <laughs> Right. Is, this is freaking. I mean, this hey, is, you know, I got the Jesus, 1%. He's about to spit my beer out. It is what it is. Yeah. <laughs> Shut up, Barry. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> exactly. <laughs> but, but you know I I never chase that that. I don't go to SCIs. I don't I don't do that, you know. I chase the local the local working man.
4: That's cool. That is awesome. You know, I like that.
2: And I'm making a good living with it. I mean, you know, we like I said, we got this thing up. We're running twenty folks, and you know, we're doing almost four hundred game heads a year, which is not freaking man. awesome. Yeah, you know, uh, we own a tannery. Uh, that just kind of spun off right in the very beginning. I didn't think. I could get enough taxidermy work to be full-time mm-hmm. so i you know and, and i knew the industry because of my ex-wife you know and i right. was always i was you're I was always the in hu- it yeah i was the husband at the shows mm-hmm. and yeah she, and she was very she still is she's very talented so she was a big award winner yeah so everywhere we went everybody knew her well you know i, I got that drag along because i was yeah, yeah you know i was you know i was right. the fun guy in the back drinking all the beer you know fun. <laughs> <laughs> so you know so anyhow I, I i knew if i started this tannery that I could tan for a bunch of these guys. Yeah, so that's the nasty part of the business. Yep, that's and there's taking, not a
3: lot of them around. Correct.
2: There's not a lot of small ones. You know, most most of the tanneries are very very large. The mm-hmm. successful ones. Mm-hmm. You know, they do 80, 90 thousand skins a year, and we're doing eight thousand. So okay. you know, what we do is we get to know the people we work for, and you know, we can customize it. Yeah. You know what I'm saying? Mm-hmm. I mean, it's, it's it's they're not a number. You can name. build that personal relationship yeah, with them. Yeah, and when and and the way we, we we market the stuff and the way we store it and the way we we market in our bins, we can go get your hideout, Eric, for John's taxidermy. I mean we know where Eric's hides is, you right. know. So, mm-hmm. right. so when Eric's bitching to John, he can call me and say, Hey man, you gotta get me this guy's hide. You know, it, we can get that out quick. Sure. So yeah. it's just a neat service. It's 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 a neat it's a niche market. Well, it's I'd better for in. you.
0: It's better for that taxidermist. It's better for the customer. Hundred
2: percent, hundred percent. And right now, we got we're working for four hundred other taxidermists. That is impressive. Yeah, That is awesome. Yeah, it's awesome. It's cool.
0: That is very cool. So. You could have a taxidermist, uh, or in wherever, and I'm talking to a listener right now. Your yeah. taxidermist could go through Old Barn. You, in yeah. a way, could already be a customer of Old Barn taxidermy. You might not have known it. Yeah, we
2: this year we have done eight thousand deer scalps for capes. <laughs> wow! So eight thousand, you know, and out of them eight thousand, we probably will do three hundred of those ourselves. So I mean, there's seven thousand seven hundred. <laughs> They're, they're going out there, there or other the hunters that, that's got our work.
0: That is very, very cool, man. Yeah. It is very cool. And, and it's impressive because we've all been there, you know, and seen the tannery and got to see get a, a tour of your guys' facility sure. in Fort Madison, it's Iowa. It's impressive. And yeah. it is impressive. It's so cool to see, you know, because I, I didn't really understand the volume of it and how it all worked until I was there to see oh, it, it and talking to you. It's fun crazy. It is. Yeah, It's cool yeah. to see. It's yeah. bizarre and you got some good good people working for you too
2: dude i'm so blessed i mean you know my whole family works there my youngest son he's he's our customer service guy my oldest son he he runs the tannery he's the operation manager he's the
3: one that took us on the tour yeah yeah
2: my daughter she works part-time in our ruggery i mean we do for them bear rugs. we do five every week so i mean three every week so we're doing you know 150 bear rugs i got a a
0: nice detailed tour of that uh last week i think yeah well what time this airs whatever but a week before you came in or whatever and it's it's cool man it is cool isn't
2: it it's 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 big stretching tables
0: yeah that's the thing is i still want to talk about the business stuff before we get into like the a little more detailed stuff but uh yeah just the the setup is impressive yeah um because i've gone to a pile of different taxidermists since i was younger you know and i've seen taxidermy shops where like i'm general you know because i didn't know any different when i first started killing deer and i was right. you know 10 my first buck and hanging on the wall behind you guys i think the first place it was in some dude's basement and like half the bricks in his basement were falling off like right. the foundation that's was how caving a in. lot of the
3: taxidermists are
0: and nothing's wrong with that like they're doing what they got to do but right. i was genuinely concerned like whether or not i was actually ever going to see that deer again right you know what i mean it's a little bit of that and um, you know, and I've gone to some other taxidermy shops where, you know, they seem nice. The facility is nice, but the John and I were talking, we are both tattooed individuals. Some it's art, you know, you find a good tattoo artist and you don't realize how bad your other tattoo artist was until you're at a good tattoo artist. Right. Mm-hmm. And then you got subpar tattoos, which to me, I'm kind of like, Hey, that's part of the journey of getting tattooed. All it's kind of, kind of cool. Yeah. Um, but I have. One of my biggest deer out there, I cringe a little when I look at it because at the time, I didn't, I hadn't gone to taxidermy school and hadn't been educated on it. To me, it looked like a deer, yeah. and you think you know what a deer looks like, but you don't know what a deer looks no. like. No, and that's where a good ta- a good taxidermist yeah. actually knows what a deer looks yeah. like. Yeah, and I'm not saying like the outline of a deer. I'm talking, you know, Eric, if you're just some random guy, I'm like, hey, draw me a deer, detailed. Draw me a dear eye. I couldn't do it for sure. You'd be like, "Uh, shit, I guess I don't actually know. All right.
2: <laughs> well, your numbers can't either. So. <laughs> <laughs> right. So, you know, there's a lot of anatomy. There's so much. I tell everybody I'm kind of a product of our state taxidermist association. Mm-hmm. You know? And when you go to those shows, it just – you get to see the best of the best and, you know, the worst of the worst and a lot of times, you yeah. know. Uh, so, you, you, in order to be really, really good and do good work, you, you got to want to do the furthering education.
4: Mm-hmm. You know what I'm saying? Yeah. You got to,
2: you, you just can't be in your garage and never see another taxidermist and never, become complacent. And yeah, yeah. Right. You know, and there, are guys, that we're not the best. There's some amazing people out there. Mm-hmm. I mean, just amazing and amazing guys in little garages and, and in basements with the brick falling in I yeah mean, there's mm-hmm. some some of the best guys in the world are out there doing that yeah kind of right, stuff, right. You, know? And, you know i just tell everybody yeah, there's everybody's got a different gig yeah for sure you know? for
4: sure
0: yeah i didn't i didn't mean to downplay some tax numbers like that but it's just i it makes you feel better when you come to a spot that you feel like you're in good hands
2: yeah oh mm-hmm. yeah and you know the work's gonna well, be well it, it becomes you know it's your first impression Exactly. You know, whether or not the work's great or not, you know, and I, I talk about this all the time is power perceived power is power's achieved. Well whatever your first impression is is what you know, that's that's how you feel about the establishment, you know. Right, right. absolutely. So um, that's, that's something we've tried to do and I know just just in the year or so we've known one another, you've probably seen a lot of changes in my shop. Yeah. You know, we we are always trying to get that shop just works absolutely pristine when you come in and it looks nice. We get we got a nice show. Now none of it's big enough ever. Yeah right. You know, you always need more space. Oh, but. I always need more space, and it is actually an old barn. Mm-hmm. I mean, uh, my showroom was actually my driveway. I mean, you know, I needed more room, so we added on to the old barn yeah, out yeah. Into the, out into the driveway. But uh, definitely, we like to to be perceived as is the fun place. You know? Yeah. yeah, yeah. I I feel
0: that way when I come. Anytime you go to your tax service, it's a good time. Um, just because it means you were successful, you're picking a deer up, and so your life. The cool thing I like about it's like it's almost like an old barn experience. You walk in, the showrooms there. You're seeing other customers, deer heads hanging in there. You're looking at mounted bear and elk and all sorts of just beautiful work there. In the showroom. Yeah. And then, you know, you look back and you can see Julian and the, and the guy like mounting up whitetails. You were, I walked in the other day, dropped off my bear. You're working on a bear oh, back yeah. there. I work on a bear every day. And it's just cool. And then I get, this is, I guess, where it bleeds into the experience of me going back where Eric um, did the right thing and re- regrouped us at the beginning. But me not knowing, resetting my, my compass for taxidermy. I don't know what I want out of that bear. Right. I have an idea. But it, that's where I like to have a, a knowledgeable taxidermist, someone yeah. that I know is going to do good work. Because you read me, I think, better than... I think you know what I want out of my bear more than I actually do. I hope so.
2: <laughs> I, I I felt
0: <laughs> confident leaving. Yeah. Because when I brought it in, we, talk, we talked. I'm like, hey, I don't really know... Yeah, you
2: had three ideas in one time there. Yeah. You know, we talked rug, we talked life-size, we talked half-life, you know. Yeah. And then we worked around to half-life. I mean, yeah. you know, you, you got... With a bear, it you you takes up a lot of real estate, mm-hmm. especially a life size bear. So, you know, John's bear was one of the biggest ones I ever mounted. The right? giant. And, you know, he did his standing, which now it just takes up the size of a refrigerator. Yeah. Us, you know? <laughs> but if you put that thing on all four feet, then you got a chest freezer.
4: Yeah. Right? So, right. you
2: know, that's the first thing I want to talk to you guys. You know, the bear guy's like, where are you going to put this? You know, Yeah. some guys have huge man caves and, you know, it's, it's not a problem, but you know, yeah. not all of us have that luxury. You know, <laughs> to we, shove
3: in their living room. Yeah, yeah, you know, we, <laughs> in their we apartment. Got, we yeah. got to make
2: fit. Yeah. I mean, you got John's <laughs> big mansion. You know, he yeah. he could have yeah. six or seven of those up there. <laughs> right. You know, he's, he's got to go on. <laughs>
0: Six or seven. So, of them. Yeah,
1: that's what we're hoping. So, yeah.
0: well, I mean, hell, it be good for you guys. Yeah. You know? yeah. And and John, if yeah. he's got six or seven giant bears to mount. <laughs> that, means,
1: <laughs> that means I had six or seven awesome bear hunts. Right. <laughs> Boone exactly. and Crockett's, baby. Yeah. Exactly. <laughs> and, and,
0: you know, that I talked to my wife about that. You know, she's so supportive about the taxidermy game. But she's kind of like, hey, you know, you got 18 fucking deer heads. Right. Let's, let's maybe map some. And I, I get it. I'm like, yeah, they got to be X amount or bigger now. I right. like shooting deer, you know, so it's hard for me to pass. It's tough for me to pass 150 inch deer, mm-hmm. you know? It's hard for a lot of guys to pass 150 inch deer. You know
2: how I get 150 inch deer? <laughs> if the 120 don't walk by me <laughs> <Yeah>. first. Because <laughs> I'm liable to shoot Tesla, bitch. If I'm having a good night, if it's fun. I, I stick an arrow dude. That's oh, yeah. a, I love slinging arrows. I'm sorry. I, I, you know, I can't even apologize for it. I love hey, it. I no, love
0: it. I get that, man, 100%. Well, yeah. the, the conversation we had. Is I'm like, hey, there's a chance I could kill like a really good color phase bear out there. Yeah, and for me, I killed a great color phase oh, bear out there. Beautiful. So right. you know, it was kind of we talked about it. You know, springberry shedding a little bit on his belly. You're like, ah, maybe full mount might not be the route. And yeah. and I wasn't really feeling the full mount idea because of space. You know, right.
2: um, and that's the thing. You just you just kind of got to talk, just talk it through. You know, yeah. And I love just listening because I can listen and finally that, like 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 come. That's where I'm getting. Up, out you can like you come can come up figure with what out what, what you want. Yeah. yeah. yeah yeah. And then the other thing too is okay, if it's your first bear and your only bear and you saved up four thousand dollars and you're not gonna go back, yeah. Well then we probably need to do something wow no matter what the bear is. Yeah. Sure, you know, sure. it might have a rub on it, but I can cover it up. Yeah. Know, yeah. I can put a tree in front of it. But, you know, if you're gonna get a go a lot, you know, and, and most bear hunters, once you get that adrenaline high and you kick off and you shoot that bear you get it it's a it's an addiction. It's a sick addiction, mm-hmm. just as bad as whitetails. Yeah, it, it, I have it bad. Yeah, I mean, I love it. I love it more than whitetails. I love bear hunting. I
0: said that a lot. I was like, bear is something that I probably want to do once, and I don't know if I'll do it again. Johnny, we might have talked about that we on did. the podcast. Yeah,
1: we did because I was the same way. I'm like, I want to do, I want to do at least one bear hunt, mm-hmm. just to say that I did, know what it's about, experience it. Yep. Yeah, and and I told Sam when I got back in town, I went, well looks like i'm bear hunting every year (laughs) (laughs) right you know
2: the best thing about bear hunting is it is in may and in august Uh there's nothing else to do yeah that's right you know you come out from shooting turkeys Mm -hmm. and you get to go bear hunting you know and it's it's just starting to just starting to get hot here in may usually you know Mm -hmm. it didn't this year but it's supposed to yeah you know we got screwed this year but whatever yeah but you know, you get to leave here and you go up there, and you're back into that spring weather. You know, oh, you got nice. the coat. You know, when I was talking to you about your experience, you talked about the snow. Mm-hmm. You know, and then I then at that point I know, hey, he's got a good coat on this bear because there's still snow on the ground. Yeah, right. You know, so that's cool. And then in August, it's 115 frickin' degrees here, guys. Yeah. Yep. You know, the humidity is what 100. Yep. We go out and put our hoodie on. Like, what better life is that? Oh yeah. yeah. You know, for sure. Well, and that and. I guess what I wanted to
0: get to is, like, the... Because I had the customer experience, right? Of kind of, like, not knowing what I wanted. And that's what we went through. You asked me the questions. You kind of evaluated, like, where my mind was. Took me to see... You had a half-mount in there that I fell in
2: love with. Yeah, that thing's fun. Oh,
0: man. That thing. Unreal. Yeah. I just looked at that and, like, melted. I'm
2: like... That's a big chocolate in Colorado. That's a big bear. That's a big bear.
0: And then... But you showed me where you had all the rugs done up and showed me... You know, like what would be comparable to my bear size? Because that's the thing I'm, I struggle with is like I know what the bear looked like in person. What, how would he look on the wall? Um, because I've seen other guys bear mounts not look like they thought they would look like. Oh, this it looks a hundred pounds smaller mounted than it right. did when mm-hmm. I shot it. Um, and I notice a lot of uh, taxidermists. It seems this way with predators, and maybe you can break down why seems a lot of taxidermists, um, they miss a little when it comes to doing predators.
4: Well,
2: you know, in taxidermy, everybody kind of has a niche. Yeah. You know what I'm saying? Like Julian. Julian loves the whitetails. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. You know, he is so bitten by a whitetail. I mean, that's, you know, uh, Tim Cooley, he's my bird guy. His his whole goal in life is to be the world champion with birds. Yeah. So that's, I mean, he just, well, I'm the bear guy. Mm-hmm. I mean, I love bears. That's, yeah. that's my thing. I can do it. I can do a killer whitetail. I mean, I've done well with whitetails, but I really don't care to do another whitetail personally.
0: Because you like bears that I much. like
2: to do bears. You know, and I get enough bear work, I can do bear work 52 weeks out of the year. See, I mean, that's right. cool. And you can and I'm tell in, that. And I'm in southeast Iowa. Can you imagine <laughs> we don't if have I was a horse somewhere, you know? Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. But, uh know, to get back, when you're doing mammals, you know, Unfortunately, there are a lot of guys that are whitetail guys that Mm -hmm. don't do a whole lot of mammals or bears. Yeah. Mm -hmm. So, you know, the form manufacturers, they've only got certain sizes, right? So say you want a left turn with the right leg up. Well, There's so many choices that we have size-wise for a left turn with the right leg up. It's
3: not like a whitetail where they have a million options. No,
2: no. So we we get the form, right? Yeah. A guy that's not experienced, he makes that skin fit that form, mm. which means you cut these big grooves and you tuck all that stuff away. You know, when you get mm-hmm. done, you've got that bear that might look 100 pounds less.
4: Yeah, okay, that you makes know. sense.
2: To be exceptional in a bear mount, you want to make the form fit the skin. Yeah. So that means you take – and I literally got a chainsaw. You know, mm-hmm. I got I got a plug-in chainsaw. You take a chainsaw and – and you cut it up and and you alter it, and you you know you stretch that skin, you get you know with with deer when you come in and look at deer, of course, the neck makes a difference, but you look at your horns, Well, you look at you when you bring your bear or come get your bear, you want to see the size, yeah, mm-hmm. we got to give you every square inch of that bear back, right, right. you know and, and there's guys that do it there's there's some really great bear people out there, mm-hmm. but there's not a ton of us, you know what I'm saying, yeah, right, right.
0: and I can tell that because. You know, on the way home from Wyoming, it's a 19 hour drive. Yeah. And everyone's right away, what what are you going to do with it? What are you going to do? What what are you thinking for a mountain? I'm like, I don't know. Um, Because I've seen a lot, I've seen your bear work and love it, but then I've also seen a lot of other people's bears and I'm just not not crazy about it, you know? So that's why I was leaning so hard on the rug at first. Yeah. um, Just because it's kind of a classic. Thing you know, Mm -hmm. and I Google image. Who doesn't want a bear rug? Let's be honest. Yeah, right. It's cool. Yeah. So I Google image. You make babies on that. That's right. Right. You sure can. (laughs) (laughs) James Bond had bear rugs. (laughs) (laughs) Fuck yeah. So I Google bear taxidermy. You know, rugs, full mounts, half mounts, all that. And I mean, most of the images on Google are rough bear mounts. You know. Right. Well, then you know I come in see the rugs. Fall in love with the rugs. And this I hadn't seen that half mount. You showed me the rugs first. Mm And I'm like, I like the, this rug right here. This is kind of where I'm leaning. You know, I was sold. And then we go down. I see that half mount like, on oh, my, oh, dude. I have that, you know? Oh, man. The facial detail and
2: yeah. just the realism of it. Yeah. The, it doesn't look mounted. No. See that. And, and that's another thing. You know, I do so many bears that, you know, it, let me back it up. I've been doing this bear hunting since 1993. Mm-hmm. Back when I started the taxidermy business basically my ex-wife we, we had yeah. a sporting goods store at the time and i was selling golden eagle bows i don't know probably before your guys' yeah. time what business it? didn't you own yeah this is probably way before <laughs> your guys time Gold, golden eagle come out with a lift kit right so they had these two three inch blocks between the riser handle and the limb and it was cool in this day. really it, it eliminated you from having to have an overdraw you guys probably know what overdraws are <laughs> See, I'm, I'm old school here. Right, so.
0: okay, okay. So a lift kit for your bow.
2: Lift kit for your bow, right? Hang. So I was a Bass Pro Shop affiliated bait shop, right? And I was buying, <laughs> I was ordering that junk through Bass Pro Shop. So. Uh-huh. Well, I would get one in and it'd go out the door. I'd get one in and it go out the door. You know, I'm seeing this. This starting to happen. I mean, this is really cool. So yeah. I called Gold Eagle, you know. And here I'm just a kid, no money. You yeah. know, I just sent my wife taxing her to school, blew her a whole life savings, you know. I, I call up this uh, Golden Eagle, and I say, hey, uh, I'd like to buy Factor Direct. And he uh-huh. said, well, we'll send you down a rep, right? So yeah. oh, that's cool. So this old boy rolled in, and he he was cool shit. He was from Duluth, Minnesota, right? And uh-huh. He's got this handlebar mustache. <laughs> he's got her all waxed up, and he's, he's got on, you know, he looked like Fred Bear. I mean, he had that kind of look, right? Right, right. And he flops open this book, and there was this big picture, 8 by 10 picture of him with a chocolate bear. Uh-huh you know, and I've been bear nuts my whole life, and I at that point i'd never got to go bear hunting yet, oh yeah, so I mean i I was bear horny if uh-huh. you can say that. <laughs> right. he he had no clue, I mean, he just stabbed in the dark, right, and I said, Dude, where did you get that at? and he was telling me, and I said, You know, I really, really, really want to do that, yeah, you know really He said, well, hey there's this new kid in nippigan ontario this this is his first year he's looking for you know guys to oh, he promote a him yeah right. guys to, guys to help promote him. So I was basically his influencer for the first year. So so my end of the gig, hey, you book eight guys, you get come for free. Hell yeah! So shit, I booked eight in the spring, eight in the fall, eight yeah. in the spring, eight in the fall, eight in the spring, eight doubling eight in the fall. down on them. that's, him. Yeah, that's, two, was, hunt. that's yeah. two free hunt, right? Yeah, I was I was hunting spring and fall because back in Ontario I. you could do that, right? <laughs> right. So me and him got to be best friends. His name's Bob Bearman. And that is his God given name. That's Bearman, Bob Bearman. That's his name. That's Bearman. his God given name. Now, how could that ever happen? <laughs> And he literally, that out. he had to have. Bobby's ten years older than me, so he's he's sixty five, sixty six now. But back then, you know, I was like twenty six, and he was thirty six. Yeah, and he was the dude. I yeah. mean, the dude. He 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 boxed. He was he he played hockey. He's a man's man. He, oh, he was he, a guy you don't he, want he, to fuck he, with. He was John Mulligan back then, <laughs> just cooler. He, no, no. No, I can't say that to John. He's, he's here. With oh, I forgot you guys are honeys. Yeah, we're <laughs> honeys. But, but Bobby was my first man crush. Yeah. I just got
1: to say that. Understandable. Yeah. I'm sorry, John. He's No, he's a good dude. Yeah. That, that, and that's, that's where I hunted last year. Oh, okay. Yeah. So yeah. that makes it even cooler. Like, yeah. It's oh, continued. Yeah. huh. Right. So, so pass that on to
0: you. That's yeah. awesome. Yeah. Yeah. So did you feel the same way about Mr. Behrman?
1: Yeah. I mean, like like Sam said, I mean, even at a spry... 65 years old I don't know if I'd fuck with him oh he's still jumping (laughs) rope yeah well so um, he has a a big shop wood carving shop and he's a chainsaw guy yeah and he's got his snowmobiles he is a man's man yeah it's pretty brutal but he tries (laughs) (laughs) you better stick to bear hunting (laughs) and you go in there and he's got a speed bag and he's got a weighted bag and I'm like is this like novelty shit you know this is like back in the day I'm like hey Bob let me see let me see you work that speed bag he's like oh fuck okay just going to town on it. on it oh man. <laughs> that's impressive
2: you know? oh yeah he's the dude that's he, awesome he's the dude but anyhow I, I've been doing this for three years for him right yeah so you know he called me Sammy what he said there's this show over in Peoria Illinois this whitetail show he said will you go work a booth for me well hell yeah man I'll be doing that you know so yeah. now I'm booking like 24, 25, 36 people a year for this dude, right? <laughs> and I'm going up, of course, I'm the guy. He He's loving me, right? He's, yeah. he's, right? he's digging this because I'm putting over half his clientele up there. So, I mean, we're, right. we're just loving it. But now I'm up there two and three weeks at a time because, you know, I book all these guys. And, of course, everybody wanted to go with me. Right, yeah. Right. You were the personality right? guy yeah, cause I, for. Yeah, because I like it and I loved it. And I was the one that sold the hunt. So now I'm up there. I'm getting to, to be at camp three, four weeks at a time yeah but you know i literally get to lay my hands on because of that experience you know 30 40 50 bears a year shit ton of bears that are laying on that table that had been killed that day Mm -hmm. right so i know what a bear looks like i know what it feels like you know and i i i I do what i call stevie wonder i close my eyes i walk up to that bear and i rub my on everyone i rub it from the nose up through the eyes back over the cranium of the head and up to the ears when i mount my bears I Stevie Wonder those oh, bears. Oh man! I close my eyes. I start rubbing that back, and now I know you know That's it's crazy. basically in the right spot. But the thing with going back to the form companies, you know, they got a generic head. They look like Winnie the freaking Pooh. Yeah, you know yeah. what I'm saying? They're, they're <laughs> n- there's not a head out there that fits the skull right, just perfect. Doesn't so, feel like a bear.
4: No, when you're no, they it. don't
2: feel like a bear. They don't look like a bear. Yeah, they look like crap. You know? Yeah, that's fair. And so that's something you know, I take in we take the Dremel tool, I get all that eye junk out of the way, I get all that brow stuff, I take most of that nose gone, you know, and I rebuild all that back, I build it back with clays yeah, and yeah. do the right things. And well, then I'm laying my hands on that, I'm closing my eyes and I'm Stevie Wonder and that bear. Next thing you know, I open my eyes up and poof, it's there. No
0: kidding. It's there. It's there. That's cool, man. Yeah. That's a fucking that's a talent, ha- right? That's there. a hand of experience though yeah. too, you know. Yeah, that didn't yeah. happen in two years. That happened in No, no, my first bear sucked. But well of course though right you know yeah. like you gotta that's yeah. how it's got to happen yeah it would suck if you were amazing i mean
2: maybe not for you but
0: it just doesn't work that way it's not how no, things happen
2: yeah but it's it's pretty cool and like I said, i'm just blessed with, with me booking for him and now we, we've been booking for another outfitter over in uh, manitoba and saskatchewan so and that all come about is Lynn and i have both shot you know a lot of black bears mm-hmm. and in our camp in ontario it's basically all we kill. I mean, all yeah. these years I've seen one colored bear there. Okay. No well, I've been h- colored bear horny. I, you know. Yeah. I, as much as I love a black bear, I from now on out I want to shoot stuff that's you know. Yeah. A little bit different, unique. So, and to do that, you either got, you got to go west. I yeah. mean, if you want to consistently, I mean, you could you could you could fall into one by accident, but if you want to consistently kill a colored phase bear, you got to go west. Yeah. So I hooked up with this guy over, over west and. uh actually the, the year i was supposed to to go with him uh, my mom was passing away mm-hmm. so uh linda took the group and went up and had a great time and and that's a really nice outfit uh the guy's name's wayne bass uh is color bears are just phenomenal and they're, they're just mountains yeah. of them i mean just mountains i mean you hunt yeah. right on the saskatchewan border so you can hunt in saskatchewan or manitoba you, you oh, know yeah. where he's and that's phenomenal. So I'm doing that in the spring now, and I'm doing Bobby in the fall. That's awesome.
0: Man. Yeah. It is awesome. But that's
2: how I get so much Bears to do. I mean, you know, I booked for both these guys, and by the time you book Bobby, you know, 25, 30 guys, and I booked, yeah. you know, 20 to go up there to, to well, Wayne.
0: Well, it sounds like with Double Diamond, there might be a, a trio coming in because, and and by the time this airs, the, you know, we have episodes that are going to air before because I have so much from that trip. Right. Um, so in podcast land, for the listeners, if this doesn't make sense, just know that. But, um, you know, I have people hitting me up already and to go for next year and wanting to do this stuff. And uh, Double Diamond's like, hey, we, you know, let's figure some stuff out here. So, yeah. I mean, there's a lot of Midwest guys that that's the thing, right? That's one of the dreams is to kill a bear at the above. It,
2: it is a dream and it's an achievable dream for the working man because You're right. it's not all that expensive. I mean, you can. No. Man, my highest in hunt that I sell is $3,500. Mm-hmm. But I sell a $1,500 drop camp hunt. Right. And. The guys that know how to bow hunt, they get them with the fifteen hundred dollar drop cam. Yeah, right, you right, know right. what I'm saying. Right. But they're doing their own tracking and they're doing their own skinning and everything. You know. Yeah. They mm-hmm. take their own food. They live in a tent. You know, all yeah. nine yards. It's cool.
0: Kind of a cool. Experience yeah, it's fun overall. Yeah. And
2: that's what I used to do when I was young man. Yeah. I mean, I didn't stay in the lodge or you know. We, yeah. I want to be in the bush. Right. You know, I want to be riding my four wheeler. Right, right. I mean, it's it's
3: definitely on that bucket list, though, for a lot of the Midwest guys You know, where we don't have bears
2: around here, yeah. and it's, yeah. it's very well, it sounds like
0: we're going back to Wyoming next spring Well, so you're going you know? to
2: make it to Ontario, too, I believe.
0: Hey, <laughs> I'm down for it. You know? you, you're going to have to
2: quit that stinking job you have. I, <laughs> hey, they ain't no shit. You've got to be like me and John. Just do nothing. That'd be we do we nothing. work from yeah. home. Just do nothing job. all day. <laughs> yeah, we do nothing all day.
0: <laughs> what would you say? Perception is reality, man. Yeah. Perception
2: is reality.
0: You know, honestly, I just – I need to take, like, a leave of absence from, like, October to January and then now in the spring to do spring bear hunts. Yeah, right. You're I, even closer. Yeah. I mean, opportunities are coming up. It's starting to suck having a day job. Yeah, yeah. you need, sucks being you need a working man.
2: You need a can every day job. It sucks <laughs> being a working
0: man. It sucks being a working man. <laughs> you but, need a can, man. Unless it's overrated. Yeah, you know. Paying your bills, that's overrated. Dude, my wife can do that, you know? Yeah, that's right. Shit. That's right. Yeah. <laughs> Well, you know, it's funny because I got lucky that my first bear is a color-faced bear.
2: That thing was gorgeous. You
0: know, super mm-hmm. thankful. But I do want to kill an all-black one now. <laughs>
2: yeah. Well, I got place for that.
0: You know? So, hey, I am I know we're up for it, man. Yeah. We definitely are. Totally.
1: August 15th. I'll yeah. be there. Yeah. Man,
0: I don't know if I can swing it this year. I already got another antelope plan. I'm in, man. Just tell me where to sign up. There you all go. Right. There you go, dude. Yeah.
3: You need to.
2: Eric, you you're can, in. You can, you, roll, you can roll with me. You would absolutely <sighs> love it up there. Might as well oh, yeah. do it. Yeah, if you got Hell the yeah.
3: time. I got time, man. Yeah.
2: Well, there you go. Yeah, Eric's going to Canada,
0: Canonadia. Canada.
2: You know the problem this year. You know with with the spring, nobody could get up there, right? Mm. You know because yeah. the whole the whole coronavirus. That's thing. what we did
0: with this hunt at corner. Double Diamond in Wyoming. It was like, hey, we have like last second bookings. A lot of it got canceled. We have some openings. Like, hey, you want to summon your listeners? All right, let's try it. It yeah. was it was literally my buddy Clint Casper called me. We're going bear hunting. There's a few slots left. Let's go. It in a like, month. Yeah, in a month. We're in going to And right. I was like, uh, okay, yeah, let's go. Like, <laughs> I had the time. <laughs> yeah. You know, thank God he called me, you know, for a spring hunt. It wasn't because I burn all my vacation come fall. What are you going cut that job? <sighs> I need to quit it. <laughs> <laughs> My boss probably listening. He's like, yeah, we know. Yeah, we know. I was going to fire to you really. anyway. <laughs> <laughs> we'll figure it out. do that side hustle every once in a while. Yeah. That
4: whole
2: Dude. Corona thing, that screwed up a lot of stuff.
0: Dude, yeah. yeah. Screwed a lot of shit up for us, too, with trade shows. You know, we had a bunch of shows yeah. planned. Yeah. Yeah. So, every single one, almost. Well, Madison's the next show, and I'm hoping that that's, uh, that'll happen, I think. I think so. With the way things are going, but... I don't know, but yeah, I mean, if any Midwest guys kill a bear or that's on your docket, and you do that, I mean, you know, there could be an old barn outpost. You can, I mean, what? Oh, yeah. What are the ways? To, if they don't have an outpost near them, I mean, and-
2: well, you know, we we run routes with the tannery. We've got great big cloverleaf routes that we run with uh, either me with a semi truck, um, or I got an old old guy. We call him Santa Dave. Uh, he does a lot of <laughs> our route running around. So yeah. if they just call us and tell us, hey, you know, we'd like to use you and we're in such and such area, you know, we try to accommodate that. Yeah, yeah. You know, with the bears, you know, of course, living in southeast Iowa, you know, I got to get bears from out wherever I get them from. So, right, I mean, right. we do a lot of delivering too with the bears. I mean, you know, it's 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 fun for me. I like it. I love, yeah. to, I love to talk to the guys and I like to see where they're going to have their final destination. I mean, we can't always accommodate that, but we, we yeah. try real hard. And then, if a guy really, you know, if we can't get hooked up on a route and uh guy really wanting to use us, I mean, once you wait till, you know, cold weather sets in, just stick it in a cooler and ship it. Yeah. You yeah. Know, I get a lot shipped in. I mean, I bet we get shipments every day. Oh, yeah. I mean, yeah. It's, it's really, yeah.
0: That stuff scares me a little bit. I'm a warrior wart, man. Like, uh, the boys were making fun of me on the way home because every time we'd stop, I'd go and be like, I'm going to go check on my bear.
2: You came home in 100 degree weather. Yeah. You, well, you had every every reason to be a work. And, and also,
0: you know, my bear, I shot him at night. By the time we got off the mountain, it was 1 a.m. Right. And I'm like, we got to go back in the morning. So we went back. It was cold at night, luckily. But right. I, that was a concern me right out the yeah. gate. And then we got him out, got him skinned, got him hung up, let him air out, and then tried to keep him cool. But a couple of days out there during the day, it got hot. We went in. You know, out there in Wyoming, you have to check them in with the biologist. Oh, I know.
4: It's
2: that's a bad
0: deal. And it was in the back of a truck that was kind of hot. And I'm like, ah. But then immediately we got it rolled up and put it in the deep freeze and, yep. and got them frozen solid. And then I had them frozen solid for the ride home and then had them on blocks and kept the water off it. Yep. And then immediately threw it in my deep freeze at home. And I I, I think you could tell how concerned I was. I,
2: yeah, but I think you did everything right. You know, I'm the bear guy, and I shot a big old chocolate bear about three years ago. shot the last night of season, the mm-hmm. last night that we were going to be there, I guess. And I was the dummy that rolled it up and tried to ice it home, and, and I lost it. So, <sighs> yeah, you know, my boys in the tanner they always come in, boss. We got a problem. i like, whose is it? And they come in that day, boss. We got a bear slipping. Who's bear? Yours. My chocolate bear. <gasps> oh no, you gotta be kidding. The me. whole thing was bad. No, but it's bad enough I can compete with it. I, I like to compete with our stuff. Yeah. Now, honestly, I'll be honest with you. We've got all these bears shot, and I haven't mounted a bear for myself. Uh, now I, I think I showed you when you were down there. We just yeah. put that that new bear wall. Yeah. So we're gonna have mm-hmm. some diorama and, and kind of do like a Cabelas kind of thing that's with, awesome. the rock, yeah. with the rocks Absolutely. and stuff like that. But you know, my lifelong goal, and you know, I might be getting too old to achieve this, but I would like to win the world with a bear. I mean, I don't think you would be, man. I mean, that's, yeah, that's definitely th- achievable. Yeah, but there's some guys your age that are just doing killer work, and they got better eyes, and you know, they they yeah, got more time, and, and they're more they got more passion for doing it at night you know i, I kind of i'm kind of a nine to five guy now you know? <laughs> yeah, yeah. I, I've, I've got to be you have achieved lazy. a lot of shit in your life though yeah but i'm i'm kind of i'm kind of getting lazy When it comes <laughs> five o'clock i want to just go in and <laughs> crack know? a cold one hey, yeah I, I get
0: that i get that <laughs> yeah. but you know also too, look at it this way it's hard for a dude that's 30 years old to have 25 years of bear experience well that is, that true. is true
2: that is true that's true you know No, well, i like how you're thinking you know, I mean, honestly. <laughs> you're making me feel good about this. Maybe, maybe I can. Yeah. <laughs> well, but, 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 I have faith get, in you. To get back to that, me and Linda, we've killed a lot of amazing bears. Mm-hmm. How many bears do you think you've shot?
4: Oof,
2: lots. Like, throw a number at it. No.
0: You don't want to? No. I just think it's interesting. Yeah. Not, over, as, not as many as you
2: think. Over 40? Oh, no. No, no, no. no not over 20? Many. No. No. Doesn't. Really? Yeah.
0: Yeah. I don't yeah. know, man. You were saying you're shooting two a year for a bit
2: there well i didn't shoot two a year i went twice a year right okay that's uh, I went twice a year yeah. you weren't shooting twice no yet. no that's fair that's no. fair no. i so, wo- i wounded a couple in the beginning of time yeah yeah then i shot a couple nice ones and then i got to be a drunk when i was in camp you know yeah. I, you know I, I don't drink much here in the states but i get up there i turn into this looning <laughs> drunk
1: and We're, i'm like i the, the camp <laughs> clown can confirm. <laughs> yeah, I'm, I'm the camp clown. But that's, when
3: you're in camp like that, that's a different atmosphere you're in. It is. Right? It's
2: it totally is. different atmosphere. You know, and you're cutting, you're cutting loose. That's you kind are of, cutting well, loose. Well, you know, and you gotta, you got to go back through that time frame. That's back when I owned that large construction company, and pressure was on. And, you know, I couldn't never get away from that. When I right, got yeah. to Canada, it was like, oh, man. I can I can let loose. Shit. I can let some shit down here. Yeah, you know? absolutely. Fifty
0: dollar case of beer and oh yeah, yeah. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> That'd be an afternoon <laughs> <didn't> No <know> shit. <laughs> yeah. you know. And, but
2: I don't know With, when you when you start booking people, you hate to be the guy always bringing the bear in. Yeah, yeah right. right. You know what that. I'm saying? I can see yeah. that too. Yep. And I, I do love people. That is a trait that I that I've had. It's made me successful in every career that I've had, and I I enjoy. Loving you guys getting them as much as I love getting them. Yeah, man. You know? mm-hmm. Well, then, you know, my youngest son, I start taking him some. And then, you know, my wife, I've actually, I've trained two wives now to hunt. <laughs> so both, <laughs> you know, it's like training puppies, you know. You got to right. take them out, you know. And they squat on the floor, you kick them in the ass, and you take them back out. You know, right. my wife's going to kill me. And my other wife <laughs> might kill me, too. But anyhow, that That takes <laughs> some years out of your hunting, mm-hmm. if you want, oh, you know. Yeah, for so, sure. You know, especially yeah. bears, because... You know, right off the get go, you know they don't want to sit by themselves. Right, yeah, so, understandable. You know, now,
3: but in the end, it's got me enjoyment seeing them. Oh, shoot a bear, shoot a deer, or whatever. Yeah, you
0: know? it's huge. What's well, kind of yeah. in camp? I was I shot the biggest just by luck. I shot the biggest bear in camp that week, yeah. and I was like, man, I don't want to be the biggest bear in camp. People are like, yeah, right. I'm like, I honestly don't want to be the biggest yeah. bear in camp. Like, I would rather see my homies shoot a monster that we're freaking out about when you bring yes. it back like i want that experience i am gunning for all my buddies to kill bigger shit than me oh yeah mm-hmm, every
2: yeah. year and that's the way it is with me especially when you book them right you yeah know, when you book them and you come rolling in year after year now you know with the bear hunting everybody gets addicted so it almost becomes old home week you know i see these guys once a year and it's a bear camp because <laughs> the same yeah. 20 guys yeah come every year when you're the same guy dragging in the big bear every year, every year, every year, you know, they just raise a brow on you. So. Yeah, I get you know, that. Yeah. And I miss a lot of bears, too. You know, I'm not the best <laughs> shot in the world, either. I mean, that could have that, could've, that could've screwed me a little bit. <laughs> yeah, could
0: have put a little bit of a hindrance there. Yeah. Um, do you pass a lot of bears? Like, is there a certain bear that you're like,
2: uh, if I like it, I shoot it. Yeah, that's fair. Yeah, you know, it's... Uh, there for a while, I wanted giants, and I've I've shot one really really giant that's right up there with Johnny's. Really, yeah, he's uh, I think he was like twenty pounds bigger than my biggest bear, but no it kidding. was it was a monster. Uh, my wife Linda shot one bigger than me and John shot. We didn't find it. Oh no, she kidding. shot just I mean this thing had the it, it it was ugly. I got video of it. It's literally it was ugly. It had tumors on it. I mean oh it, no it, kidding, you know, probably this hundred year old thing, but its belly looked like it, it ate a, a Volkswagen. No, just you know, dragging, dragging the ground, come waddling in, and no hair. It would have been the most Belly ugliest dragon. mount. Of course, I don't mount our stuff anyway, but yeah. it had been the most ugliest mount in the world. I mean, but it would be cool at the same time.
4: Yeah, yeah.
2: Well, no, I, I'd have freaked out at the Skull. <laughs> i had have been crying. It, yeah. yeah, it would have had a great skull. Yeah. But, uh, but I got on, I wanted to shoot big bears for a while. And so, you know, you don't always see those big bears. I mean, you know, yeah. John's testimony, he went up and spent, what, seven days. And uh, you've seen some nice bears. I mean, you had had some Pope and Young Bears in front of you. Oh, yeah. Yep. For sure. I Mm -hmm. mean, you might even had one almost Booner there.
1: Yeah, yeah. That, um, yeah, middle of the week, I had that one. um, And I I told the story on here. Mm -hmm. I was just in hunt mode. Yeah. I come to full draw and then realized there's nobody running a camera. Yeah, mm-hmm. so I let down, position the camera, punch record, and I missed my window. Oh yeah, yeah, to, right, to right. Shoot.
2: And that's the thing; those big bears, you know, they got big for a reason. It's like a white tail, yeah, you know. Yeah. And, and bears know they're stealing. They know that they're going to McDonald's to get a double cheeseburger, and they know where every McDonald's <laughs> is in the county. You know, it's oh, just like us. Sure. You know, I live down in Fort Mass, and I don't know where McDonald's is in right. KFC. I know where it is in Fort Mass. Be like if there's a dude chilling in the parking early. lot
0: that like could kill you when you're going there to get a McDouble. Yeah, yeah. yeah. <laughs> but I mean, the you're bears, still going to go there. <laughs> you're yep. just like,
2: I need that McDouble. Though. <laughs> <So>. <laughs> those, those big bears, in my opinion, in all the years I've been doing it, they make big routes. They don't go to the same McDonald's. They're yeah. here this day, and it might be three weeks, but they know that McDonald's is there. They're going to come that back, back eventually. Yeah. So the resident bear, he's the one that doesn't get his ass kicked every day because, you know, he's kind of on the look. He goes in there, he gets his his donut first. Yeah, yeah. And he gets the hell out of Dodge, you know, (laughs) just in case the resident, the big monster, comes through on his trip to McDonald's. (laughs) So that's typically what a guy sees. I mean, you see see some nice bears. You know, you 250, 300-pounders are really getting to be a good bear. Yeah. But to get them 500-pounders, you know, that that's a once every several years thing. Yeah, a giant. And, and and you can't, you could get lucky and get one in a week, but that literally takes, you know, you got to be there a couple weeks. You got to be able to spend some time. Put some in it, time I'm in for. It's sure. like a, sure. a big buck. Yeah, and, so, yeah, So so and we we've got what we call a thousand pound club out of our camp. It's just a fun thing. Mm-hmm. And you got to kill two bears that will weigh over a thousand. No kidding. And there's like four of us in it. Me and my wife's in it. Uh, I'm sure John will get
1: there. Uh, but well, yeah, are you know,
0: one bear. How big is your bear again, John?
1: Uh, 545. That's a Ooh, monster. Yeah. Oh, yeah. Big. We
0: never weighed mine. I mean, he wasn't anywhere near that big. But that's the thing. I know I, when I've already talked about this on some other shows, but judging bears, I found was the most difficult thing. Yeah, and, yes. And, and that's I, how
3: that's what I think, too, because I have no fucking idea dude, about bears.
0: I am I honestly had ground. So, everyone just told me the first bear you see, you'll shoot, and because you'll think it's huge because you don't know how to look at it. Yeah. And then in my head, and, and everyone told me, first bear you see, you'll freak out because you're like, holy shit, that's a bear. Yeah. And I saw my first bear, but I had that in my head, don't freak out. So, I was like, it not that it ruined it for me, I think it prepared me, right. but I was kind of like, okay, there's a bear. And it came in. I told this story already. Came in. I draw back. I'm looking. I was like, should I shoot this bear? Ah, nah. And I'm looking. Well, then that bear got spooky. Then my bear came in. I'm like, okay, well, that bear just spooked off. So this bear must be a lot better bear. I looked at his head. I'm like, oh, shit. A lot bigger than the first one. I'm shooting this bear. Right. right. And when they all came up, like, how big was he? I'm like, I don't know. It could be a
2: a big cub, for all i know yeah <laughs> and once that arrow's got loose it's the biggest barrier of shock might as well be it was yeah. cause it's already yeah. dead you know oh, yeah and You'd be happier you know
0: it's i'm thrilled with it i had ground growage by a long shot on oh, yeah. my bear because Isn't i just cool? didn't know that's cool and no i'm idea. sure
3: you have been happy as hell with that first
0: bear too fuck yeah dude you I, know what I mean, yeah, yeah for yeah. sure they're both color phase i've never seen a jet black bear yeah. alive no, I've never camp. seen a bear. Period. Has was, I shot the second bear I've ever seen in the wild. Yeah, yeah.
2: I had a buddy from Southern Missouri. We booked him on a hunt, and I he'd been up there like two years with us, and he come in one night, and he's just he's just freaking man! I shot this monster. And as the night goes on, you know, we're drinking beer and we're eating and <laughs> having a good you time. Know, having a good time. He's telling the story. He's like, yeah, he walked in the barrel and he got a donut and walked out. And I looked at my other and I thought,
0: ooh. Oh, but in the barrel. Yeah, this is going to be a bad deal, you know.
2: <laughs> so the next morning we're out there, we're tracking, you know, and we come up with this little wee bear. And he's like, well, that ain't the bear I shot. And I rolled it over and he shot beaming arrows back then. There's this beaming arrow sticking, sticking out, right out, out of it. Out of it. <laughs> Purple fletching, right? <laughs> I said, and that you're fletching? He said, damn, Sammy, I thought that was bigger than that. I said, well, last night when you kind of mentioned how it walked in the barrel and out, I, I wasn't gonna—I yeah. you know, wasn't gonna be the buzzkill here, but yeah, man, that, right. I knew that was a wee bear at that point. <laughs> you know, and
0: that—that's I always heard too is like if it looks like you'd have a hard time getting them in a barrel, it's a, probably a decent bear. Uh, yeah, it's
2: okay bear. Yeah, and, yeah that's how you oh, kind okay, of judge bear. them,
3: like compared to the barrel. Yeah,
0: yeah, and that's how the first one was like it would be tough getting it in the barrel, and then when my bear came in, I was like, I don't think I could get that one in that barrel. Right. Mm-hmm.
2: Um, but the bear you want's the one that when you got the barrel standing up, that it's above that barrel, above the third ring of the barrel, then you got a good bear.
0: See, I didn't let mine get that close because yeah. after seeing the first one, I didn't even let this yeah. my bear get to the bait.
2: <laughs> <laughs> and that's that's another thing, if, if you know, Man, you really ruined
0: his day, didn't you? <laughs> yeah, I'm did. oh, like, you ain't getting any treats, sir. <laughs> yeah, get in there with him. I did as soon you can. I have it on film too. I'm like, yep, I didn't, he was 10 foot from the barrel. He's like, what? Damn it. Whap. Whap. (laughs) (laughs) He's just looking to get that donut. It was awesome, though. It is fun.
1: That first bear that I saw on that first trip up there in in Ontario, whenever he came in, that was my first thing I said. I even said it out loud. And I go, oh, big bear, big bear. Because I could just see, like, some legs, you know, Uh moving. I'm like, oh, my God. I was like, 1,000-pound bear. And then I'm looking at him, and I'm going, eh, as he's getting closer to the barrel he's actually not getting any bigger the barrel's getting bigger yeah right. and i'm like oh my god man i almost shot like a hundred pound bear it's yeah. got to be deceiving us all. yeah because it's, it's got to be. be it is well i don't know it's if it's a, a bear their color <laughs> there's four and... inches
2: of hair hanging down yeah you
1: know right, what i'm saying right yeah. yeah their
2: silhouette looks big and they're not so, that big. so yeah, yeah so
1: different and then later on in the week i remember one of the other hunters in camp he comes back and he's smiling and i went uh-oh, I recognize that grin, you know what I mean? I'm like, "Dude, did you get it done?" And of course, this is like the ninth bear of that week that had gotten killed and I'm still sitting with a, you know, goose egg. Uh-huh. So I'll admit I'm always happy when other hunters, but at this point I'm getting kind of pissy. You know what I mean? I'm <laughs> You're like, <laughs> aggravating! Yeah, yeah I'm like, right, come right. on, man. You hey. mean everybody shot one, but, but he's, me? He's on, he's on his cycle at that. Yeah, <laughs> yeah. Yeah. yeah, yeah. I'm just like, <laughs> it's a nine day cycle. Uh-huh. You just that, heard that? That time of the <laughs> week? Yeah. yeah, that time of the week. <laughs> yeah, and I'm like, they damn, gnarly. I get it, man. So this guy says, uh, he goes, dude, he goes, I just smoked a giant. I smoked a giant. Uh huh. And I'm standing there with, with Bob, you know, Bearman, and and. Bob's Bob's drinking a little bit. He's feeling pretty good and yeah. and uh the guy walks away and he goes, "You think it's a big bear?" I'm like, "I don't I don't know." I mean, he says it's a big bear. He's like, "Well, let's go get it." So, I'm like, "Well, I'm holding down camp. I stay there." They come back. I see Bob and I'm like, "How big was it?" And he goes, I fucking grabbed him with one fucking arm, <laughs> throw him over my fucking shoulder. was oh, like, man. he goes, he shot a fucking cub. That, that, uh, that, that's what I was scared
0: of. Yeah. And so that's like when they came up, I'm like, I don't know. And then I felt like guilty because I was trying to ask them genuinely, like, hey, is this a good bear? Like to me, I'm thrilled, but I genuinely want to know on the bear chart, where is this bear? Yeah, right. Or, you right. know, right. And, and they wouldn't really answer me. They're like, dude, that's a great bear. And yeah. I'm like, yeah, but like, where, though? Like, I'm not going to be yeah. offended. I'm thrilled. But don't let yeah. me, don't, I didn't want to come off like I'm trying to downplay or upplay my bear either right. direction. Right. Yeah. I was like, for educational purposes. Yeah. What kind of bear is it? Yeah. yeah. And they thought, like, right around Pope and Young.
4: Yeah. Like right around 18X. It's like shooting goal. a nice eight pointer. Yeah. yeah. Like, yeah. A big, nice, heavy eight pointer. Eight pointer. Mm-hmm. And,
1: and when you and I talked um, before you told me the weight, i just i went ahead i wanted to throw it out there immediately yeah just so to give you some reassurance i had seen the photos so i knew it was a good bear and and that's what i even told you on the phone i'm like dude montana colorado wyoming spring bear you shoot a bear 300 pounds that's a that's a big fucking bear for that area like yeah yeah. spring yeah
0: yeah he's six foot two Yeah.
1: yeah that's a good bear
0: so yeah. That's a good bear. I was thrilled.
1: You know, and you figure
2: in the fall you gotta add a hundred pounds to it. That's mm-hmm.
0: what they told me, too. Yeah. like, dude, this bear'd be yeah. a chunker. Yeah. Yeah. But he would have no hair.
2: Yeah. Yeah. That's the thing, you know?
0: Yeah, that's interesting.
2: That's another thing. If you got a guy that's really wanting one life size, you know, spring this, is better. Yeah, oh yeah. You yeah. know. This is a bad salesman part of Sam, you know, I'd try to talk you out of it if you shot it in the fall, say, yeah, oh, you sure, you know. Right, and you know I post a lot of beautiful bear pictures on Facebook and our, on our website and whatnot, but those are spring bears. Yeah, you know, you know they got hair from God.
0: Do yeah. what percentage of bears that you mount are, are most of them spring bears?
2: No, uh, combination of both. Oh, it know. is. Yeah, most of the life size are spring, just because, you know, when you first when you first become a taxidermist, you want to mount them all. You yeah, know what I'm for saying? For sure. Mm-hmm. And and you're horny to make the money, and you're yeah. like, yeah. But now that you know, I've got a successful business, I don't need to mount them all. Yeah. Uh, you know, I tried to talk to some of the guys. If it's, if it's not nice hair, you know, I, I told you about this. You know, yeah. If this thing's got hair from God, less us from God, mount it. Yeah. You know, because hair from God is pretty rare. Mm-hmm. You know, mm-hmm. to get that perfect. But you know, if it's your only time to go, let's mount it. Yeah. You right. You know, right. There, there's, if it's got sentimental value, let's mount it. But if it's not got great hair, let's you know, let's pull a half a half life off. It don't take as much real estate up, and that's right. what we did
0: too. I had a bunch of pictures of my bear laying, and th- and this goes back into like the decision process of a good taxidermist helping the client in a way that you care, you want the best possible outcome for their art and for their memory. I had pictures of my bear laying on his back, and you, and you said, "Let me see his belly." You are like, "Hey, shed a little bit yeah, he's on his belly. belly." A little light on the belly, like maybe not do a full mount, but you know, maybe a rug might be perfect, or a half mount might work really great. Yeah. And you kind of went over. I mean, you went into detail. Show me the one of the rocks that you were doing on one of the half mounts that yep. you had in the shop, and and basically said you can do this with it. You can hang it up high because the bottom of the rock is finished. You can yep. hang it low like it's standing. Um, like the rock is on the floor. And walk me through all the pro, like the steps, and then by the end of it, you know, I didn't know how to like put into words on what I wanted my mount to look like. But I could tell that you were getting between the lines of me not knowing yep. what I wanted, what what look I wanted. So I left feeling really good about that.
3: Yeah. which is what you want in a attachment. Which is what you <laughs> want, especially yeah, when an right.
0: animal means so much yeah. to you. You well, know, for sure. I may never kill another color faced bear ever again. Sure. Mm-hmm. You
1: know, and when I, you know, when I went and right before I left, I, I talked to Sam a little bit and he was mounting bears, you know, in the shop and you actually were in the middle. You had two bears that he was working on. And so I'm like, okay, what is the live weight of this bear? And I was trying to educate myself as much as possible. And then he was showing me things on the hide. You know, when you go up there, be looking at these things, be look, you know, looking at this. and, And if you can look at him from right side, left side. And that's probably actually what saved me from getting that like, uh, you know, boar fever, we'll call it instead yeah, of, sure. you know, buck fever. Uh-huh. Cause I was actually just focused on studying the hide, study the hide. And I got to see the left side. I got to see the right side. I got to see a skull and the muzzle and the face. And I'm like, yeah. he's not scarred up for a fall bear. I'm like, This is a life size mountain. See, with me, I I, I would be
3: like, yeah, I'm going to think about all that shit. And then when time comes, I'm like, zipping right out the fucking window, you know, and I'm shooting that bear. No,
1: I mean, it it legitimately, like, it it saved me because just knowing me and looking back at the video footage, I should have been shaking like a leaf. Like, holy crap. (laughs) Right. Well,
0: experience in hunting, you know, white tail, whatever it is, some, you know, and every year is different for me, but. I didn't get shaky until after I shot oh, that yeah. bear. Yeah, I yeah. Call it part of that. And that's yeah. an experience. But I was, I think, what did that is me talking to guys that had experience bear hunting, um, interviewing you, John, about your big bear, yeah. and people just like look at the bear before you get too excited. I yeah. studied it. Yeah. You know, I did yeah. the triangle method on the head, and I'm like, I went into it like I want to kill. Like right around that Pope and Young type bear. Mm-hmm. And that's what I was able to do. I would get, be you know.
2: surprised if that bear does not make Pope and Young. It, I it's, was
0: asking so Austin Chandler and Ross. Ross has two twenty inch bears. Chandler's got like a seventeen and an eighteen, and I was with Clint. Clint's got a Clint has a bear s a black bear so big that he knows he'll he wasn't even really concerned about getting a bear because he's like, I know I'll never kill a bigger one and I'm cool with it. Yeah. Um I think his was oh man, you guys have to talk to him. It I wanna say it was almost 21 or right at 21, a giant he was with Adam Hayes when he shot his bear and Adam's like you will never see a bear this big ever again mm-hmm. like it's gigantic
2: you wouldn't believe that yeah. the bears with great big ginormous heads that their skulls aren't that big I've heard that <laughs> too they got just a lot of muscle you know they look like this guy over here you know? <laughs> yeah Arnold Schwarzenegger the bear heads. yeah, yeah. you know
0: but it, what I've learned too is like bears are so hard to judge yeah. and even asking guys that live in bear country you know I'd ask one dude and he'd be like uh, fifteen inches. But like he didn't care. But then Chandler's like, dude, that bear's gotta be eighteen because I have a seventeen and an eighteen and that bear looks yeah. maybe a little bigger than my eighteen. Yeah. And so I'm like, I don't know, like it doesn't matter. No. Right. But being a Pope and Young measurer and I would love to have another species besides a white tail that made the record book, you know. Yeah, yeah. Sure. so, so cool. I'm I'm hoping he's eighteen, right at eighteen or better.
1: Yeah. So, I mean mine had uh, was uh twenty and nine. Um, but they're in camp is Ontario always done this where they do the tooth sample. Always, always. Yep. Um, they did that in
0: Wyoming. They took the tooth.
1: So, and, and I completely forgot all about it. Like I, I was so like adrenaline dump, you know what I mean? Yeah. I, I don't remember this even happening. And then the other day I get a letter from Ontario and I went, Oh shit. So wait, wait, they're so pissed you know. that I flew my drone. <laughs> what did I'm they like, do? Oh uh-huh. damn. Um, so they uh, Bob Behrman when he was filling out my paperwork um, so I could get export, you know what I mean? So mm-hmm. I could leave Canada with it. Um, he pulled a tooth, and there's like a little envelope, and they just put a tooth in there, and that goes to Ontario. Oh, really? Um, what is the French thing that's on that? Uh, what is that thing? It's like, uh, French it's thing? it's bear, it's French for bear hunter. Um, I don't know. I, I did it on an Instagram story <laughs> the other French day. I know it's French fries, <laughs> <laughs> but it's like French for bear hunter, and uh, anyways, I get this, this envelope comes in the other day. And like I said, I was like, man, I don't know if I got my permit for my drone. I'm like, I really didn't fly it much. just uh-huh. You know what I mean? I'm like, yeah. dang it. And I opened it up and it's like a little patch, uh, you know, a really, really nice patch. And then it's a confirmation letter and it states your bear is six years old. That's awesome. Yeah. Oh, and, so they and I need them for you. Yeah, yeah. So oh, I knew that the dope. bear their, wasn't like, really old. Program, I guess, because like the teeth were really good and the skull socket, the eye sockets were you know in in good condition. Um, so I knew it wasn't going to be a really old old bear. But yeah, so he's he was six. He just that's like, awesome. Yeah, you know, well, every average life everybody, of a
2: deer
4: what, or, or a bear,
2: bears can get twenty five years old. I, yeah. I believe. No but, shit. You know,
0: Ross said he killed his bear and he said that he might been fed some shit but when ross killed his i mean he killed some big bears two big bears and he said that he was 24 when he shot it and this guy told him that that bear was 24 years old wow and i don't know how true that is he does not how true that is because we were talking to camp we were like bsing, like that dude probably goes how old are you oh i'm i'm 25 yeah that bear's 25 years old <laughs> <laughs> so, he so, might have been shooting a bunch of shit <laughs> yeah, we were wondering if that's like how old are you 29 29 year old bear how funny is that yeah
2: you know everybody everybody thinks that a bear just because it gets old it gets big well it's not it's genetics yeah right like people i'm short and fat so i'm gonna be short and fat when i'm 90 you know what i'm saying my bear
0: had a dad bod like me so i was like it's cool yeah i relate to that guy (laughs) exactly sick i get it take me out ethically i'll be cool with that
2: but it's 100 (laughs) percent genetics it's it's not got nothing to do with age Yeah.
0: yeah well that's the thing i learned too um I'm kind of glad this turned into another bear episode because I'm still hot on it. I'm still hot on that topic.
2: <laughs> I feel left out here
0: now. That's all well, I yeah. you won't be. You won't Everyone, be. Everyone's yeah. like killing bears be. and shit, and I'm just over here like, yeah. yep. Uh, yeah. it, you're going in the fall, it sounds like. There you go. Um, but, but they kept saying my bear was like chesty. Like he carried it, put his shoulders and his chest. Yeah. yeah. Um. Mm-hmm. But it,
1: and I don't know. But not really yeah.
0: in the rear end, but he was kind of, like, longer. I don't know. You yeah. know, I don't know what I'm looking at. Not yeah. enough donuts. Well,
1: and, you know, like Sam was talking about earlier, as far as, like, the talent that I that I see. Because, you know, I'm fortunate that I get to be in there one, two, sometimes three days a week. Yeah. And, you know, and I get to see Sam working on these bears. Mm-hmm. And when he was doing my bear, and I know he's done this with other bears, the amount of modification cutting these forms because like he said he's a on a whole nother level of taxidermy in the game so he's not going to take a standard form you know what i mean and just call it good. well we're going to make and it just fit wrap that a skin form. around it right and one, then one out of
2: 20 maybe they'll fit you know yeah right, yeah, right
1: and then like with mine you know he was going through the process with me he's like look your bear carried so much more weight we need to we need to fill out the shoulders and the chest of this bear. Yeah, and I mean, what do we? We split it in half in two different places, yep. and then split it, you know, top to bottom again, okay. and yep. added width to it. I'm like, jeez, oh, piece. Like, uh, we I mean, had he had a week, like a lot week of, of time. fucking work. We added yep.
2: like four inches to each leg. Yeah. I mean, Oh, in length? Oh, yeah. yeah. yeah length, he was like. like a basketball player.
1: You know what I mean? No so, so, kidding. so
2: you go back, you know, John John had a specific pose of mind, you know? Yeah. It's, it's kind of fun. <laughs> we talked about it a dozen times. And uh, he was at the ATA show, and I was getting ready to alter this bear, you know? And I'm like, damn, I wish he was here. Just, mm-hmm. You know, because I really want to give – Giving what he wants. Exactly. you know? wants. Plus, right. I want to get my picture taken. You know, I like to get my picture taken. That's, that's the funnest thing I do. You know, I think yeah. I'm pretty good looking. Personally. Hey, that's just I wasn't going to say
0: nothing, but you are an attractive. Man. I,
2: I am. I am attractive guy. So, and, and, I, and I love people to get to see how good looking I am. Of course. I mean, that's, that's a good thing. But, you know, to get back to the story. <laughs> you got Joe, the body. You got to want to show it off. Yeah, yeah. John's out the ATA, right? And I know he's busy working. Yeah. You know, but I got to call him. So, yeah. You That's know, a this, worthy call. Yeah. Oh, for yeah. sure. Oh, yeah. The, the pose that we talked about, I couldn't get anything even close to a five hundred and forty-five pound bear. <laughs> this the, the the form was a three hundred pound bear at best. Yeah. Okay.
0: Solid problem to have, John. Yeah. Yeah. yeah, yeah it is. So, <laughs> it is.
2: <laughs> and the leg, John wanted one leg up, one leg back, and you know he he had a specific, just exactly what he wanted. You know. Yeah. Well, this. Frickin' bear, the wrong leg was up, the wrong leg was back, mm-hmm. you know, but it was doing basically kind of what John wanted. Yeah. So I told John, "You need to show me exactly." Well, he literally made a pose, <laughs> no. a John pose. <laughs> Somebody <laughs> took his picture, right? And he drew in the tree where he wanted it, <laughs> <laughs> he shipped it to me. So
3: you need to get a side yeah, sure. oh, yeah. yeah, yeah, by side of that. Yeah. yeah. You need a side by side of that.
2: It, it was cool. It was cool. And so I called John. I said, "Is there any way?" I can take the other leg up. He's like, well, yeah. And then we got talking. You know, this thing, this six-year-old was pretty well endowed. Mm -hmm. And John's got him standing up. Uh-huh. Yeah. Straight up. Big right? piece. Yes, so then, so then we start talking about <laughs> yeah, John's wife him. having to look at this well-endowed bear.
1: like making me feel inferior the yeah, rest yeah,
2: of my yeah. life. Yeah. Yeah.
4: So
1: we decided, well,
2: maybe that leg being up might kind of hide a little bit of that uh, yeah. junk, you know what I'm saying? <laughs> yep. <laughs> so it,
1: it ended up we, we got we pulled that pose off. Yeah, we did. Just just the opposite leg was up than what he yep. wanted. It, and he made a good point that I wasn't even thinking about. You know, I I in my head had a position um, is it's a black bear? I didn't want to have this snarling, aggressive right. black bear, right? Um, but I did want him upright, you know, just show how because he I was a he very was. long, long bear. I mean, he was seven two. Yeah, um, see so, yeah, so, a foot
0: in a, a foot in a bear. What I've learned, and an inch in the skull is like two different animals. Like my bear is six foot. Yeah. Your bear's a seven foot. Like, I can't imagine another foot on my bear. And I've seen like a 17 to an 18 inch bear looks like a different animal yeah. from,
1: from what I know. And I yeah. don't know shit. But. Yeah. Well, and that's why they're <laughs> measured in 16ths because. Exactly. Yeah. It's right. Such a big difference. But he, you know, I wasn't even thinking about having this thing spread eagle. With his, with his bits and pieces hanging out his for everybody. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. For everybody to look at forever. And I'm like, I better oh, get that one right. You know, they're going to be seeing that joke. Yeah. His and I was bits like, bits and pieces. Yeah. I'm like, dude, I'm like, I am so glad that yeah, we have that. Your kids for the rest of their life. Yeah. <laughs> like, that's horrible, man. That would just suck. you he <laughs> like, got a leaf
0: over it. Yeah. Right. A loincloth. Yeah. yeah. I'm like, that's,
1: I'd be staring at that forever. So he made a, he made a good call on that. I'm glad that's fun and our junk
2: we build is really junk I mean I take uh, in bear camp I cast all. I got all kind of different sizes of junk you I do the same
3: thing in. where you close your eyes and feel it up you know then. I do <laughs> I really do
2: I, I hate to tell that Because you know I've talked about My man crush on Bob Behrman My man crush on John Mulligan Now I'm telling you I'm feeling up Bear junk you gotta yeah. be careful you're, Your listeners Are going to think I'm some kind of a Weird dude And I'm really Not that weird No you're just A great taxidermist Yeah all I'm really is. Not that weird But yeah I do Fill that junk up Dude, dude the old barn
0: Taxidermy dick game Is strong, it's strong. Super strong Yeah, yeah. The, Eric that was Amazing by the way Close Good. your eyes Just close your eyes and- Good one Okay here I'm going to I'm going try Transfer this. It's going down a dark hole here, but I'm still going to talk about bear dicks. The dark arts um, here. The dark
2: hole in a bear dick. That's a
0: bad. <laughs> <deal>. <laughs> Bears have bone, legit bones yes. in their dicks. Yeah, swizzle sticks. And I kept it. Uh-huh. And I'm going to make it into a drink mixer. There you go. Oh, yeah. yeah. And right. everyone can judge me for that. No. Just no. don't have a drink in my house then. Hey. Yeah. Man. Hey. Rad. <laughs> Sick. Sick. What? Yeah. So do you? Is that a thing? That is a thing. Because yeah. Chandler, I got the idea from him because yeah. he has a couple and. He was going to use his as a drink mixer at the old Lord Chandler bar, but his wife wouldn't let him.
2: Yeah. See, in our camp, we have a big dick contest, and it's got nothing to do with our own private joke. <laughs> well, it's your bear dick. It's our dick. not your bear dick, but bear dicks. We skin them.
0: Yeah. <laughs> so, skin it, boys. I should go grab mine because what's the do you record? have it here? Yeah, it's out in the garage. I can go grab it. Yeah. I mean, it, it's it's like dry. It's a, it's the bone. But it's right. like yeah. taken care of, right?
2: Yeah. I think that's how they get bone. Yeah. yeah,
1: yeah, yeah. They come from bears. It
2: might, it, it might,
1: might be a bear bears or yeah. so. It's bears, raccoons, and raccoons. Yeah, yeah. yeah they're yeah. full salute all the time. Yeah, that'd yeah. yeah, be um, more like a raccoon. Mine was. <laughs> <laughs> I'm right there with you, man. Yeah, yeah. I'm sorry. I want to say seven and a half. Uh, but there was another one in seven camp. Seven and a half. Yeah, there was another one in camp that week that was seven and a half, and it was like that's a three hundred really pound mean, bear. That
2: really means it was four.
1: <laughs> yeah, yeah no right, 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 right. right. Yeah. Mine
0: is probably <laughs> it's um probably 5. Yeah. It ain't, no seven. Not, my, my bear it ain't was, no seven. My bear was just like the average dude on the campus. It could have been cold out there.
1: You said you had snow. It was colder that day. Yeah. yeah. I mean, yeah.
0: you know, yeah. I'm not there to judge him. Yeah. You it's, like, you know? <laughs> like, it's like, don't look at me. He was a Go grower, not a shower. That's right. That's <laughs> right. <laughs> I don't know if that works if you actually have a bone in your wing. I mean, honestly,
3: chair. I did not think we were going to talk about bear decks on the episode tonight. Well, it's it worthy. Oh, it's fucking it's taxidermy related. It's taxidermy. It's anatomy. It's anatomy. Yeah. Here's anatomy, and you it's kind of fun. to think about that shit. Here's yeah. the
0: thing: you go to a dude's place, and he's got a bear dick as his drink mixer. That's a man's man right there. It's a bad mofo. Dude, it's a means bad business. Mofo. You know what the cool thing thing about bears is? People who like I, bears are cool. Like a bear is a bear. It's badass. Yeah, they're an animal you have to respect. Because I mean, they could eat you. They yeah. could yeah. eat you. Yeah, yeah. Like they probably won't. They probably won't, but if they want to, they could. They could, they make could it, for sure. Yeah. You know the odds of a deer killing you? That eh, could happen. Not very well, and good. And a deer's though. not going to climb the tree and get you. No, no. My bear, I've been in trouble. Yeah, I'm not going to lie. I, you know, the second bear I've ever seen. First day on the mountain, shoot my bear. He goes over and falls. The other bear came back and was there till dark. Yeah. And it just mows it off all slow. I was a little nervous to get down because I didn't know. I don't have any don't experience know. with this. I don't know where that bear's at. I'm like that bear looked like I could see him laying. I'm like I think he's dead. But he could, he could get up and have like possum, three.
1: You know? That
0: yeah. looking at his paw, it took him three seconds to wipe me out.
1: Yeah. yeah. Well, and I don't know if I mentioned it. Whenever um, I, I I talked about my bear on the last podcast, the um, I left a trail camera. I had a camera on video mode at the at the bait. Mm -hmm. and i forgot it so the next morning i'm like oh man i can't go back to iowa and leave a trail camera out in the woods so i went back to retrieve it and then i'm like i wonder what's on there i wonder what came in last night you know what i mean to the um, the barrel and then you see a video clip of me walking past the camera and then i come out Uh and that's when i was coming back to go get bob so we could get the argo but while i'm gone to go recover my bear that died 30 yards from the trail camera mm-hmm. another bear comes in i never heard him he was 30 yards oh, from me. so you were at your bear yes and another bear came in past you to the bait yep mm-hmm. oh shit
3: and wait uh, in between by the
1: time you walked in yep a bear comes in and then you leave yep and then oh we, jesus so then when i came out <laughs> that's crazy uh, and walked past the camera obviously he wasn't you know he wasn't there then i don't know if he you know got spooked off or whatever And then when we came back with the Argo, you see the headlights come into the camera frame. That's cool. And that's what scares off another bear. Oh, gee. No kidding. Yeah, I mean, there was another bear. I'm guessing he was probably 350 to 400, and he was 30 yards from me. I'm on the ground, and I never knew he was there. They're just, they're so quiet. Big, man. soft oh, kind pads of, on their yeah, feet. You it's know? freaky. It, it, it's it's pretty freaky.
0: They're fascinating. I know our listeners are either really into the bear talk and are like, I got to kill a bear now if they haven't, or they're tired of it. But I think, you know, because I was kind of that way. Like it was always on the list, mm-hmm. but not. I mean, John, I don't know if you remember us talking. Yeah. I mean, it's been a little bit now, but when you killed your bear, it's on the list. But then I had the opportunity to spur the moment to do it, and I had the vacation time, so yeah. I did it. And now I'm like, they're fascinating. Yeah, yeah. yeah. So, it yeah. kind of moved it up on the list more. You know,
2: again, yeah. Like, let's go. Yeah. Yeah. Right. A, a, white, right. a whitetail guy, and I, I hear this a lot. You know, that they want to go up and they don't want to hunt over a bait. I mean, that's kind of a, a thing that yeah. a lot of guys. Right. Just, yeah. they, I they, talked you know, to Sam about. They this. just, you know, I don't. I I want to go kill them. I don't want to hunt over a bait, but they don't understand what that experience is about. Yeah, mm-hmm. you know, it's no different putting a food plot in. Right. You sure, so know, it's right. it's, 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 a, it's, a, it's the same kind of thing. But, like, where we hunt in Ontario, it's so thick. Yeah. You can't spot. It's spot the only deer. way to, like,
0: actively control them and yeah. actively, like, harvest. Well, Clint <laughs> Casper, our buddy that's on the show a lot, he does a lot of Western bear, like, Montana, he goes, he, I think he said, and I might be wrong by the percentage here, but if I remember correctly, I think spot and stock bears in the Western states is, like, 3% success yeah, it's, rate.
2: it's, it's. it's like, it can be done. It Can be done. Yeah. Yeah, but you gotta have some time. You gotta be Jim Shocky or something to do. He's been three <laughs> or four
0: times with his bow, and I don't even know if he's drawn his bow back yet. Yeah. He's yeah. seen bears, but not like one does, that he wanted to shoot. You know.
2: But if anybody that's, that's tired of listening about bears, they don't understand. Well, I think once they, they go, go, will. Start. oh my lord, it's yeah, it's an adrenaline rush like no other for sure.
1: You know, and you know, I'm, I I talk about it a, little, a lot outside of this podcast, just with my friends. I like Canada. I just oh, I thoroughly Canada. enjoy Canada. I might actually enjoy Canada just as much as I love bears. I mean, <laughs> I mean, I can ketchup tell you, flavored potato chips. I haven't been
3: up there fishing or hunting, but I was up fishing. there fishing, yeah. and it was freaking gorgeous up yeah. there.
1: Yep, yeah, yep. it's it's super cool. I'm and you know, getting to go up there um, to Ontario, you know, with Sam because Sam's like a damn local at this point. Everyone you know knows I mean? about that. Yeah, yeah, he's yeah. almost dual residency. Yeah. Um, <laughs> It, it's like I got my green You could card. probably claim that yeah. since card. you're out there so <laughs> oh, much. I do. I did. <laughs> Well, they accepted me. You know what I mean? Just because I was with Sam. Him. Yeah. Right, so right, right. Um, it made the experience so much cooler because everybody was just instantly so nice and and, and it was well, funny and, and hearing it's his stories. So. Right, and it's
3: a bunch of hunters too. So you know you're walking into a great group of guys already. Oh, yeah. yeah. Even before you get there.
2: You yeah. know, in Nipigan that's, that's the little town we hunt out of. I I think there might be what two thousand people in Tubs. that town. You know, and out of the 2000, you know, half of them are hunters. Right. And I, you know, and to them, to the Canadians, the bears are like raccoons are down here. They, they don't enthuse them. They don't want them around. Right. You know, so it's not like they're in there chasing your buck on the property next to you. You know what I'm saying? Oh yeah. I mean, they want you, they want the American hunter to come up and and harvest a bear. I mean, they're happy for you. They're yeah, if you're that's you. that's a great thing
1: too. If you're yeah. hunting a bear in Canada, they know that you're from the Lower 48. Well, you're yeah. not local. Yeah, local. <laughs> they, don't localize, they don't they don't they not even fine. mess with them. No, no not at all. No. Uh, yeah. So there's no competition. You know, you're not coming in on anybody's. Um, just when you were walking before you walked in, we were talking about the comparison, like whitetails. Yeah. Oh, man, that's my whitetail. Right, that's a thing. Nobody's naming bears in Ontario. No. I can tell you that right now. That's
0: funny. Yeah. It's That's a thing here. Doing, having more experience and doing some of these Western hunts, it's, I think it's, I love whitetails. I always will. I'm rooted to that. And mm-hmm. I just love whitetails. I do. But I hope when people, if you haven't hunted out West, the adventure and the not knowing anything really about the animals, like yeah. you're learning it all. Like yeah. it's that to me. Makes me hungry to do western hunts more and more, mm-hmm. and <clears throat> honestly, when I, I hunted you know South Dakota and then Oregon and then came home for whitetails. My first day in the stand, I was like, "This sucks." Oh yeah, mm-hmm. like, dude! I want to run around run a gun. I'm telling yeah. you, run and gun, make I, it happen, yeah. not wait for it to happen. I mean, you well, know, you're, ma- to you're to trying
1: to right, exactly yeah, yeah. You
3: know, hunt mule deers because you're just walking all day long. That's all you're doing. Yeah, yeah,
0: for sure.
1: I told Sam this. I said, I you know I'm a whitetail guy. That's what I cut my teeth on. Um, but as time goes on every season, it's like, I keep thinking about Western hunts more and I mm-hmm. think about yeah. bear hunts and I think about other locations, same thing, rip and run. And then you go sit in a tree stand and you're just kind of like, huh, yeah. well, this kind of sucks. It does. Suck. Yeah. <laughs> I feel like I need to get on the ground and walk around, <laughs> walk
0: around a little bit. You know, that's fair though. I don't think anyone can blame us for that. It's no, adventure. No. Yeah. Right. Yeah.
2: I love shooting antelope too. Too. Yes. I mean, that's, that's my other
4: love. Oh,
0: I'm going back. Mm-hmm. You yeah. guys mounted my first antelope ever, he's not a giant, but spot in stock antelope. First day, second stock. Like, I dude, I was so happy. Isn't that yeah. cool? I'm, yeah, dude, I love it. I'm going back this year yeah. uh, to South Dakota with my boys, and yeah. now I'm going to try and hold out for like Pope and Young caliber mm-hmm. type yeah. antelope and.
2: I hunt. Oh. I hunt in Wyoming. I've been doing that for years. We uh, we just got one nice little area that uh-huh. we, we always draw. We know where all the boundaries are. And, yeah, you know we don't do it every year. I used to. Yeah, you know, but I used to go like the last week of archery season, first day of rifle season, because all you got to do, you know, you buy your antelope tag in Wyoming, and then you buy an archery permit to hunt mm-hmm. it with archery. Right. So then we would hunt, you know, five six days with our bow, and if we didn't get one, then you whack one with the gun. You know. Right. Right. Yeah.
0: But, uh, you guys man. do amazing antelope work too. Um, we well, can do a bunch of them, dude. I when I was there, dropped off my bear. Julian on his and his workstation had a like a pedestal st- uh, style antelope yeah. mount, and I do that beautiful. Oh yeah,
2: antelopes gorgeous mounted. I mean, they're just they absolutely are, they're they're, they're very them. beautiful animals. The
0: coloration and just the and what I like about it too is, you know, I enjoy when people who don't hunt don't know anything about hunting. It's not in their realm. Like most of it's. Um, you know, I have a few friends that don't hump. It's rare nowadays. Like right. most of them are hardcore guys. What's, Those, wrong,
1: what's wrong with them?
0: They just don't get it. Okay. Yeah. <laughs> you yeah. know what I mean? Like they're just, yeah. I don't know what they're yeah. missing, but yeah. it's very rare nowadays. Might Almost be, all my friends are great testicles. Yeah. Yeah. Oh, Small bear. bear dicks. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> but it's mostly my, my wife's side, uh, her family and all that. But just people are like, what is that? Where do they live? Like they've never seen an antelope before. Uh-huh. Right you know so right. i mean you guys do quite a few antelope every year don't we you we
2: do uh you know we have a shop right outside of uh, denver colorado mm, so perfect we're, yeah we're in frederick right now uh getting ready to move i think to longmont i think is the town we're moving to mm-hmm. but uh last year i think i don't know we did what 38 bears yeah. i think yeah and, 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 bear or antelope brother. and yeah. did them
1: and did them in like spurts where it would be like 18 in this group and then like 10 in this group yeah. and, you know what i mean yeah. so i'd go in there some weeks and i'm like Holy shit. It's yeah. an antelope. The, it, <laughs> the, the whole herd's there. You know? Yeah. Yeah.
2: But with our shop out there, I, uh, I actually I bought a, a gentleman out uh, named Tim Cooley. And Tim actually moved back to Iowa. Uh-huh. And that was his shop. He kind of, he, you know, he took it from it, the baby up to a monster. And it was a nice Ooh. shop. And he just had some life changes and, yeah. and, and you know, wife thing and, and needed to move closer to some kids, basically. Right. But, uh we left one taxidermist out there so we have one full-time guy there and this kid he's a young kid but he just is incredible with mule deer and and elk so i leave the mule deer and elk out there and we bring everything back to iowa you know the bears the antelope all the birds yeah yeah the fish everything comes to iowa then it gets mounted and then Lynn and I, we truck out there about every six weeks with a whole trailer loaded, done stuff.
4: No kidding.
2: Yeah. So it works out really nice. That's, that's awesome. where you get
0: caught up on all the podcast stuff. Exactly. <laughs> <laughs> you know,
2: honest to God, when I leave Fort Madison, I got you guys on. And when I come back to Fort Madison, I got you on. That that's means awesome. a lot, man. So, that does mean a oh, lot. Oh, I love them. I'm surprised I, you don't
0: hate us. No.
2: Oh, just the opposite.
0: <laughs> well, I, I think you're being nice just because you're in the studio, but oh, I do
2: appreciate that. No, it's it's cool. You know, I'm, I'm an old fart. You know, I kind of, I kind of, Dusty. So I didn't know what a podcast <laughs> was until recently. You know what I'm right. saying? I, mean, you know, I, I, I heard about it, but I didn't. Yeah. So I got, I'm like, wow, this is really freaking fun here.
0: Well, so. it's like, you know, it's it's a new thing because it's like internet based. Yeah. But it's an old thing. Yeah. Kind of. Yeah. You know, it's a radio, radio show. Talk show. Yeah. 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 But that's what's cool about it because you can turn a podcast on about anything you're into. Yeah. You know, and, and
3: they have podcasts on
0: everything you're into. Yeah. They do. Yeah. Literally. Yeah. But yeah, though no, that's what's great. Like um it's just cool. I love it. I love doing it. We have a good time. Yeah. Oh yeah. But it's cool when people listen, you know, I joke around like that and I I can't I don't get it cuz I I listen to some podcasts. Well, I guess I should put myself like in my own shoes from that angle. Like I, I listen to a lot of comedy podcasts. And yep. I don't listen to any hunting podcasts. Some yeah. I'm trying to dabble in deeper, but yeah. Um
2: I've got a couple of hunting ones I, I like to listen to. Um Yeah. Just one of them because it's a good friend of mine, you know, so I listen to that. Yeah. And it's got some nice, some fun content. I, I enjoy that. Yeah. Uh, love love listening to you guys. I Appreciate mean, that, man. You know, I don't, I don't, you know, I I live right where I work. Yeah. So it's not like I got to commute to listen to <laughs> <Right. in laughs> right. a podcast. So <laughs> yeah you know yeah, well, like when i know about two minutes a day yeah let like, do a podcast yeah like when i know john's <laughs> yeah. gonna be on or i know some special somebody that i know that then i'll kick it on and, and listen to it for sure right then but i can usually you know in 18 19 hours i can catch up on a lot of that's your, a, a lot of your stuff all right
0: that's a haul man yeah i mean you can pile up on sometimes 18 episodes you know oh yeah yeah that's crazy yeah, yeah. that's cool though oh it works out good man like you know, it's.
2: I, I, I could even have to go pee sometimes. I'd be sitting in the truck, and gotta pee, and I gotta finish listening to you. you know, I think one time I might have pissed my pants. Dude, <laughs> if, if, sure. if that actually bit. happened,
0: and if you if that ever happens, you just get me a photo, and I'll frame of, of yeah. your piss pants, and then we'll
2: take I'm a thinking, picture. And- I think it depends. Oh damn! Yeah, you know, I'm getting old enough. I hey, might be able to pull that off.
0: You, there you go. You just become the most efficient podcast listener. Of yeah, all time. Yeah. you're willing to piss your pants. Yeah, to finish our content. Cool? <laughs> that, that would actually, be That actually is really cool.
2: <laughs> I won't get any tax work ever again. We're <laughs> think you hey, over there. You just pants. are just pissing <laughs> pants.
0: You're on our show. By this point, everyone's like, "Hell yeah! I want a that piss his <laughs> pants." So he's getting our shit done. <laughs> Oh, awesome. but
2: I, I love your podcast. This is really cool.
0: Well, we love being partners with you guys, yep. man. It's yeah. it's. I Means think lot. this is just really the beginning. Oh yeah. You know, because we're getting to know Navy you Stephanie. so well, we're, we're, we're right. becoming frequent at the shop and getting to see everything. You know, I I know Julian, good friends with Johnny, of course. Yeah, we're yep. becoming great friends with. It's, it's turning into. It just makes sense. Yeah, great and, family.
2: And, and it always turns into a family thing. Yeah, yeah. you know great what I'm saying. Family. I mean, you just take you just. Start loving on one another. That's the main thing. Right.
0: Yeah. Yep. And you know, like I'm learning a lot about like business relationship in the industry and stuff and sometimes things just don't work out, but the ones that do, you find you find that common ground and you build the friendships and it just kinda it just snowballs in. It's easy. Yep. It's effortless. It's effortless partnership and that's what it should be. Good yeah. people
1: find good people. That's yeah. right. Oh, absolutely. It's one hundred percent. You know how Sam and I met in the first place, um, we knew of each other, but didn't know each other personally. Mm-hmm. And there was a, you know, some mutual people in between us mm-hmm. yeah. and, um, and it, it made sense. We were able to, to meet up and it came in at perfect timing. You know, it's yeah. when I was making that decision to go freelance, he was looking for somebody to come in and help out with some marketing stuff. Yeah. And, Influencer. And, and so when that, when that whole thing kind of started, you know, picking up steam And then, you know, I come to Sam, I'm like, hey, these guys are working class. Like
0: Yeah. That's what I was just gonna bring up. You know, this is what
1: this rolled into our relationship all started. Yeah, Yeah, I'm like, I think I think we need a podcast. And I think that their platform and their you know, their niche, their audience, like this fits perfectly in with Old Barn and a lot of all this you know, the synergy
2: of all the stories of how everything comes together and you probably don't have a whole lot of one percent money watching.
0: No. Yeah. No that's not what we're looking for. No. Right. And you know, we're working class bow hunter. You know, yeah. the one yeah. percent money. I mean, I'm sure a few do. A few, yeah, right. a few for sure. sure. Uh, well, I mean, maybe not for sure, but maybe a few. The we kind of talked about this before we started recording. You know, I, it, I think it's easy to get wrapped up in the industry and the business side of things and want to impress industry peers and all this. Mm-hmm. Um, and I'm kind of having a hard change of thought because it's like. We work with who we work with, the people who give us a chance. Because we're like one of the first – we've been doing this five and a half years. We were one of the first podcasts to say fuck and say shit, whatever we wanted to say. And a lot of people were like, yikes, like at first. But then it was – but that's industry people. And as we roll into it, it's like we're not doing this show for the industry. Yes, we have industry partners and – Right. They supported us through knowing how we are. Yeah. We're not
3: doing it for them.
0: Right. They're just with us. They're supporting us. They're helping us. We're helping them. I love that relationship. Yep. But we're doing this for people who listen, not the industry. Right. You know, it is important to be in the industry to a point, um in the right ways. But if so and so from Outdoor Channel says, "Hey, you might not want to use the F-bomb on your podcast. Hey, probably not a good idea to do this." I'm like well, are you the dude that's working all day welding and cutting or, you know, working on the pipeline, jamming our podcast? Yeah. No, you're fucking not. No. Yeah. You know, so that's who this podcast is for, is for those people. If we're helping you get through your work day, that's who we're doing it for, oh, you know? 100%. So if the industry yeah. is mad at us, it's probably just because we called them out on some bullshit. Yeah, so absolutely. just know that to our listeners. You know, if the <laughs> industry starts getting mad at us, it's because we probably said, hey, you're doing something fucking wrong, and we called them for it. So, right. yeah, and I'm proud of that. Yeah, you know, I'm cool with making enemies in the game if I know I'm doing it for the right reasons. Right, right. absolutely. You know, right. so, but that's that just goes to show our partners that we've had um, and building great relationships, and they supported us for a long time. You know, they're for it. Right. You know, they're for the people.
2: You know, and most, sorry, I kind of on a tangent. <laughs> most people say fuck.
4: Yeah, well, yeah, that's, it happens.
2: That's, I mean, that's not something that's uncommon you no know, well most understand. hunters
0: do in camp and you're letting loose like you said right. yeah you know i like to have some drinks in camp and let loose and it's vacation it's yeah. time to escape Yeah. It's shop yeah. talk
2: you know, and the people yep. that don't want to hear fuck they don't have to listen yeah it's they a, don't it's u.s yeah. united states of america here,
0: and, and we don't have to say that to be edgy or whatever no. but it's just how i talk yeah. it's how eric talks how steve mm-hmm. talks we all know that
2: yeah. but um, you know look you got to look at in in what i've watch, you know, through John and you guys is the ethical part of what you represent. Your ethics are above most everybody's ethics. Yeah. Mm -hmm. You know what I'm saying? I I appreciate that. You guys take the hard line on poaching. You take the hard line on trespassing. You take the hard lines. You know, and that's what we want to teach our kids. Our kids are going to hear the F-bomb oh that's yeah no happen. matter where they go yeah, yeah. that's gonna happen I, I got my kids in private school in here yeah of course you know what i'm saying well, you can't escape it instagram no, you, facebook you, tiktok yeah yeah but but just it's the a stance effect. this is the stance that you take and i know you take it mm-hmm. and i know it's i know it's not the popular stance
0: it's not not right. in the industry surprisingly
2: no, no but man i my hat's off
0: appreciate that wow. yeah, well, we've always took that stance you know it's and it's easy for a lot of people to maybe be influenced from other directions to do shady things that people aren't looking. I get that to a point. Like people fuck up. I get it. People, that's but life happens. Life happens, you know, things. Not every situation's black and white. No. Right. But I just hunting it, means a lot to me and it's yeah. hunting's the one thing that's kept my life uh kept me motivated in life yeah. and I care deeply about it.
2: That's that's like our taxidermy shop. You know, I don't I don't want the poachers.
0: No, you can't. You and, can't and, have them. and
2: they know I don't want the poachers. Yeah, I'm not going to tell you if something's not poached. I don't know. You know, somebody could poach something, put a tag on it. I don't know the difference. Right, sure. It's you not know. your
0: job to dig into it at that point. Like no, you're a taxidermy no. shop.
2: But you know, like like our our local CO, I mean, you know, Ben, uh John's good friends with him. I'm good friends with him. Mm-hmm. You know, uh he knows. Who who the guys are that are taken to the or what tax numbers firms are taking to poach heads? Right, right. You know that's not us. Right. Yep. You know, and if we do happen to have one, and and, and we have a CEO call, I say, yeah, it's here, come get it. You yeah. Know, I right. I didn't know it was poached. It's not like I said I'm not I'm not the cops. It's not your job right. to dig into. I'm that. not the cops exactly. at yeah. all, but it's my job to say, yeah, I have that. If you want it, come and get it. You know. Yeah. And in all the years I've been doing this, I've had three things confiscated.
0: Mm-hmm, Three. Just and, three. That, and that's pretty good odds, for, you know, considering I've how much thousands. you take in. I've had yeah.
2: thousands, of, and I've had three things confiscated. So then poachers don't come. Because they know, you know, we, we yeah. try to
0: – They're trying to hide that shit low. Yeah. Yeah. yeah,
2: yeah. You know, we try to run There's a, a
0: little bit up,
1: they're, they're taking it in the back door. Yeah, there's two you know? doors. The one <laughs> with the bricks falling off. The one's, yeah. yeah, this one do not even have bricks falling off. No, no. Well, and that's, you know, I think uh, I heard it somewhere um, – you take the tagged animals in the front door and the untagged animals through the back door, (laughs) you know what I mean? Yeah. Certain shops. Mm -hmm. So, um, and that's, that's the coolest thing. Like I said, man, when Sam and I first hooked up and I was starting, you know, starting this freelance, this, this Avenue. And I'm like, like, man, I I hope, I really hope this works and being in the shop and seeing the way they do things. and, And I've heard the private conversations where they're like, you know what? We probably ought to call that client and let him know, like there's a part of his hide that I'm not real happy with. And yeah, I want to make sure he gets the best piece. I hear these little things. Right. And, I, and I'm just like, fuck yes. I'm working yeah. for a good solid yeah. company. You, you know hear, what I mean? Right? I was yeah. like, I was like, I mean, I needed the money, you know what I mean? Like I, I needed to get things up and rolling and I'm like, Oh my God, I can't believe Johnny so, could
2: buy eat Roman noodles for what I pay him <laughs>
1: <laughs>
2: twice a week. <laughs> Damn. The, the shrimp, yeah. the shrimp flavored ones. Yeah. 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 Um, but <laughs> nice. I mean,
1: in all seriousness though, like Sam, they, they do such an amazing job down there and having that family culture, you yep. know, it's like he's mentioned the whole family works there, you know right, what I mean? Right. Like his sons and, 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 and Linda and it's, um, they've made me feel like a part of the family. And then that is infectious in the work that you see going out. Yeah. And then all of their clients repeat mm-hmm. clients. They're like family. Like they, I mean, if I'm like a stepson, the clients are cousins, you yeah. know what I mean? Right. Yeah. So yeah. Yeah. Well, and the, first time, cool.
3: the first time that I went down there was for the party down there. I was yeah. down hunting down that way. Yeah. So I'm like, oh, I'll swing by, you know, and you walk in and right away you feel like family. Yeah. You yep. feel like family within 20 minutes there. We're taking a tour. You know we're bullshitting with Sam. You know, and yeah. everyone's just telling deer stories, and it was a, it was a fucking
0: blast. That yeah. that
2: party was just huge.
0: That was oh, fun. Yeah, it was awesome. I, was, that was fun. That was a I lot wish I would have been time. there the whole time. I was hunting and showed up late, but yeah. Yeah. I felt the same way too. I showed even showed up late, but even going to the shop anytime to pick up a critter or whatever, yep. walk in and like Linda's chatting with me. What's up, Kurt? How you been? And yeah. then everyone's like, Hey, man, what's going on? Like I'm. You don't feel like. It's not uncomfortable anymore. Yeah, yeah. So it's cool. It's gotta be an experience.
1: And and just to mention this too, if any of you guys out there, girls, have a turkey that is still in your freezer, (laughs) get it over to Old Barn (laughs) so they can. There's another
2: box of ramen noodles. I tell you, he's earning it. (laughs) He's earning it. Flavor. Yeah. (laughs) (laughs) I'm working for. I gotta tell you. I gotta tell you. And just all props to John. When John came in, we were doing some okay social media, but I'm not, as, you know, I'm old. Yeah. yeah. And my youngest son, dusty. Colton. Just use the word Dusty. Yeah, I'm Dusty. dusty. My <laughs> youngest son, Colton, he, he's really coming onto himself. Yes. He's yep. doing a good job. Yep. But John came in, he said, Are you taking pictures everybody leaves here with a mount? I said, Occasionally. He said, I am going to kick your ass <laughs> if you don't have a picture of everybody who leaves that shop with a mount. So I started at Happy Hunters, that hashtag Happy Hunters. Yeah. People love that. Oh, yeah, oh, yeah for sure. Like, if I forget to post one, yeah. I get a text. Hey, man, I've never seen my picture yet, yeah. you know? Oh, yeah, mine
0: <laughs> so. was, I left with my two bucks, and I, I was just getting in and out. I didn't know what John was up to, and John lives right next to it. On my way home, I get a call, or t- you could text me. Hey, fucker, yeah. I live 15 minutes from Old Barn. <laughs> You're going to go there and not call me? <laughs> and I'm, like, a call. I'm like, dude, I'm sorry, you know? And my photo had been posted. Yeah, sorry. As soon as I left, so it's cool. It is neat. Yeah, it, so he fun. knew right away that you were there. Mm-hmm. Yeah, yeah. I was I like, hey, I should up. have let him know. He I could didn't. smell you. I, I, I. Like, hey, bud, I'm sorry. Yeah. I'm sorry. <laughs> well, and
1: it, it's so, it's so like I said, it's so cool because like the happy hunters, like no person should ever leave that shop without getting their picture taken. You know, with because sure. we all like to get our name in the paper. We all like to see yep. ourselves on well, that. From a marketing standpoint, it's it's brilliant. Yeah, 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 yeah because sure. they share it. Yeah.
2: So now you know you got their three, four hundred, maybe thousand people seeing it. Yeah. Sure. From a marketing, you know, and I, it just totally went right over my yeah. head. Yeah. You know? That
0: stuff's easy to miss because it's right in front of you. It's yeah. just.
2: Yeah. He, he's he's incredible with market. well, right. marketing. Darn marketing man. I've been it. hunting
3: down in your backyard for years, and I didn't even know about
1: you. I know. Yeah. I know. Yeah, we're we're working on that. You won't even be able to say the word whitetail without Old Barn. Uh, Facebook sending you an, an old yeah. barn ad. <laughs> yeah, we're, we 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 decided to step it up a
2: level. Yeah, our advertising that's this good. year. Yeah, you good. Know? I mean,
0: you got to, yeah. right? You know, yeah. It's, you know, we got to. What we got to do is figure out how to way to infiltrate the wives' brains to let more taxidermy into the living rooms of yeah. these hardcore hunters. So yeah.
1: Kelly called it the house of death. The other day, <laughs> Lovely room of <up> death. <laughs> <laughs> yeah,
2: you know, and that's something that I, that I try to dig into when we're when we're talking about it somebody brings in a nice piece i kind of want to know where you're putting it yeah yeah is mama gonna want you to have it in the garage you know yeah because it makes a difference as far as not the quality of the mount you get but maybe the position yeah or... well maybe you don't want to spend the extra money for a wall pedestal or this or that sure. you just can't really get it up to enjoy it you know yeah for sure you know? because you know as you go stepping that stuff up it all costs more money and mm-hmm. everybody's got a budget yeah you know and 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 I'm I'm a strong believer in price of high, watch it die, or price of low and watch it go. You know, we're we're not the the most expensive, I mean, we're, yep. but we're a little more money than a lot of folks, mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. you know. So, I, you know, I, I like to bring them in and I say, is this going to go in the garage? No, no, it gets to go, you know. Yeah, right. In the living room, well, then let's do something spectacular. Yeah, right. you know, You're going to sit and look at that every night, yep. you mm-hmm. know. Yep. Literally when, every night. You know, when you're sitting there and mom's watching Hallmark Channel, and that's what we watch <laughs> in my house. <laughs> I could tell you every episode and who falls in love with who, <laughs> you know. <laughs> every day, every day. So, you know, what do I do? I sit there and I look at my deer mountain. You know? I'm like,
1: oh. Yep, I'm watching this with you, babe. Yeah. yeah. Yep. Or oh, I'm paying oh, attention. Man, like, yeah. I'm
2: I bet she falls in love with him. Yeah. Because I've seen it 42 times. <laughs> time. Exactly. Same
4: old story. <laughs> you
2: know, but, I mean,
0: I do that too. You know, that's my old lady would never tell me. Like, you know, it's always a thing. Like, oh, I got, I brought two home. I got to rearrange everything. And I'm going to. Like, I got the, all Brett. the full range systems. I'm going to, uh, I'm trying to fit eight deer on Aren't that wall. Aren't those doll. full range are amazing? Dude, incredible. It's a game changer. Uh, I, it's, yeah. It's it is a game changer. Yeah. They
2: are for sure. It's even nice for my shop. I can fit more deer in
0: Oh, yeah. Yeah, for sure. Yeah. And, and Sam's cool with it, man. Like, she thinks it's neat. It's kind of like... I love your wife's name. The thing, Yeah, it's great, isn't it? <laughs> yeah. That's why I might be attracted to you. I don't know what it is. Uh, so something with the, the, it must just, be the name. Just the name. It's yeah. got to be the name. It's all
2: it needs. I, I think it's my looks, but... Well, it's a little both. <laughs>
0: yeah. uh, the name helped. You know what I mean? Oh, yeah. It just makes it easier for me. It goes there. <laughs> it goes there. So when I text you, I say, hey, babe. You don't have to remember.
1: Hey, babe. <laughs> yeah. Oh, shit. Wrong Sam. Yeah. Oh, wrong Sam. Uh, I mean, I right I wonder why I, got, I got that. Love you. Mm-hmm, Love you. Kissing <laughs> you emojis. It's just what it is. Yeah. My phone is honey one, honey two. You there know, you go. So ah. I like that. My one or two um i don't even remember i was going i got oh, so distracted
0: shit, call out um <laughs>
1: holla <laughs> <laughs> i literally forgot what i was talking about
0: <laughs> full range systems full range systems um sticking stuff in your living room yep anyway i don't remember but i do the look around <laughs> yeah. like before i go to bed i kind of look around and I'm, yeah. i give the salute to the boys and yeah. i'm like you eh. tell everyone good night yeah. pat them on yeah. the head. Good job. Yep. Getting a little yep. scratch out in the yeah. air. Good job. Yeah. <laughs> I mean, but my wife, I guess we're probably getting to, she understands how much it means to me. Yeah. Mm-hmm. You know, yeah. and it's our, this is what I was going to say. It's the cool thing. Like we're the house with the deer heads. Yep. Mm-hmm. Right. You know, mm-hmm. my right. daughter loves them every morning, wakes up deer. Yeah. Like that's the first thing she says. Yeah. That's her thing. I walk around, she pets them. It's cool. Yeah. 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 So taxidermy is a part of my life. That's why I, I'm,
2: I'm helping my daughter raise some youngsters. Uh, we yeah. have, we have three of them living at our house and, uh, they tell everybody, we're hunting family. That's cool. We're hunting family. That's cool. You know? I mean, <laughs> yeah.
0: What do they think of the taxidermy shop? I mean,
2: I tell you, they love it. They, and they run back and forth all the time. Yeah. The, the problem I have is that they're very social, you know, because they've grown up around people, right? Yeah, so, yeah. people coming and going all know, the time. They sure. come in and, and, and they're like, my grandpa wins awards. <laughs> Doing the bragging for yeah. you, they'll yeah. No, go over there, see all these awards. My grandpa won all these awards. Yes. He's the best taxidermist there is, yeah. <laughs> you know. And I just, you know, gleam you're like yes, yes, <laughs> yes you know, because I don't like to brag on myself, but I do. Well, <laughs> you know what I'm saying? Well, but it works out great. What the grandkids do for when you? A <laughs> say, My grandpa's the best. Yeah. <laughs> My grandpa does bears. Did you know he does bears? My grandpa does a really good bear. Yeah. <laughs> That's you're in, in good, good hands like, here. Yeah, it's fine. Like. You know, go on about your way,
1: guys. I mean, That's it's funny. A bit, oh, it's a excuse me, uh, them. They're going to be great salesmen when they you grow up. You they are. You never know what's <laughs> going to come out of their mouth. Yeah. You they're know? silly.
0: <laughs> That's funny. Well, I'm sure they'll be tax I mean.
2: The, the oldest one now, he's eight, and uh, he can put together a pretty mean bear head. No kidding. Yes. Yeah, I, I get to give seminars. I used to be the president of our state association. Really? Our, our state tax association. Well. I'm kind of known in the industry as the bear guy uh-huh. you know, because nobody mm-hmm. likes to do them because you got to do all that extra stupid work to get them to fit. You know? Right, Right, yeah. And I crave that for some ungod- cool, godly reason. It's your niche. Yeah. But anyhow, I, with me doing the, the, as many bears as I do, I get asked to do a lot of seminars at the other state shows. Mm-hmm. No kidding. So we were at Nebraska last year, and I was given a bear rug seminar mm-hmm. showing how to put the shells in the rug and how to cut them and, and all that right stuff, right? So I took over two bears. I was going to do an open mouth. And a closed mouth, so I can show them how to do both. Yeah. Well, I like to talk, and people like to talk back. Well, you know, I got this two-hour seminar; I couldn't get through it to do both of them. Oh, right, right. <laughs> so I got the I got the open mouth done, right? So now we're over at our booth, and I've got the closed mouth laying over in the corner with the bear form that I had ready for it. And I'm standing there bullshitting these guys, and I watch them. They're looking over my shoulder, and I turn around. And there's my seven-year-old at the time, and he's stretching that that head on that form and He stretch and he put the eyes where they need to go, and he pulled them the mouth and the nose no where they need to go, and he put the ears where they need to go, and then he put it up and show everybody like I just did in the seminar. Right. Then he would just tear it back apart and do it again. He sat over there for an hour and, and built probably six bears. No kidding, crazy. Yeah, you know, never put glue or eyes or nothing like that. So I thought, right. hmm, he really likes this, right? So yeah. this year, you know, our, we have a yearly state association show and they've got a, a kid's class. Yeah. So I thought I'll let him do a bear rug. And I had this old, ugly ass bear that I bought in <laughs> years ago. Yeah. And I just hacked it off at the back and I was just going to do this rug shell and then just have him put a little bit of felt around. Uh huh. You know, he mounted that bear and it's, it's as good as a lot of professional. No bear kidding. Guys do. Yeah. And he's eight years old.
0: Well, earlier when you're talking about, you know, being a world champion, maybe you can get that and then he'll be the dude that follows you up.
2: Or maybe he'll get it and I can live it through his eyes. Well, which that'd would be you know? just as good. Oh yeah, yeah you know? like sure. I said, I, I might be past my prime, but
0: I don't think so, man. I think you're, I think you're hurting yourself with that mindset a little right. bit. Yeah, you're the you guy know, with the experience, I, you know.
2: I've got a great buddy that is a world champion. He told me same thing. If you say you can, you can. If you say you can't, you won't. Really? Yeah, you yeah. you got to get that. It. You got to get that mentality you changed can. around. You got to say I can, I can, I can. But
0: you got the bare experience, man. Oh, I love yeah. him enough. I think you. I, think I love you. Have the man. mindset and yeah. the experience and the knowledge to do it. Yeah,
2: yeah. Well, if not. Let's pray. We you'll guys. do it, man. I hope so. That'd be the ultimate goal. I wanted to be in Breakthrough Magazine. That was the, our, our big trade magazine. Yeah, and I made it twice last year. That's awesome. So man. I framed it. It's in the showroom. I
0: it's remember serious. Breakthrough Magazine from being at Marks, helping him with taxidermy, yep. and being at Joe's it is class. The, it is the magazine. It's like the standard.
2: It is the for it, taxidermy. Yes.
0: Mm-hmm. Yes. That's cool, man.
2: Yeah, I made that thing twice last year. So. Damn, dude. awesome. You man. got
0: those like framed up somewhere? I do, right in my shop. Yeah, you should. Yep. I'm sure I've seen them. I just, yeah. looking at all the other taxidermy that I might have skimmed them. <laughs>
2: sorry. Yeah. That's, that's awesome, man. Yeah, that's, it was cool. I was happy. Yeah, that's I, I an was accomplishment. Ten, I was 10 foot tall and bulletproof for a few days. There. Yeah, yeah, I bet man. so, man. My wife got tired of me bragging. <laughs> hey, man. you
0: just have your grandkids do it for you. Yeah, I know it. I don't see. This is my grandpa in this magazine. <laughs> yeah. What's your? That's, grandpa a, good do? Yeah. That's yeah. a good idea. That's a good idea. Yeah. What's your grandpa, grandpa do? <laughs> Hopefully, he shoots some them in him. Yeah. In from my grandpa, the mountaineers. Yeah. Exactly. You <laughs> might. There's some marketing right there, man. Yeah. That mm-hmm. is marketing for sure. <laughs> yep. Well, man, I appreciate you coming in. I had a blast.
2: This has been wonderful.
0: I hope that you'll come back to podcast again, man. I will man. come back every week. Let's do it po- <laughs> every week. Let's do it once a week. Let's do it every place. Oh, Steve. yeah, before we, before we sign off. But what I want to do before whitetail season starts, let's get you guys back in and talk whitetails.
2: I'd love yep. to. So we got some big stuff getting ready to happen. Okay. I think me and you might have some big stuff to announce.
0: Yeah, we can. We can hope. Let's wait a little bit. Yes, we'll hope. We're, we're working on some stuff. We let's, are. Some stuff rolling. We do. Um, yeah, Whitetail episode on the docket. Yep. Um, Maybe get Julian in on that one, too. Hey, Julian. Julian's been on before. Isn't he yep. amazing? Great dude. He is a good dude. Great guy. That guy is so passionate he about taxidermy. Super passionate about it. It's cool. It.
2: You know, and he's one of the nicest guys you have ever going to meet. Yep. Yeah. Yep. He did my yep. meal, dear. Yep. yep. You know, Julian has never said fuck.
0: <laughs> really?
2: No. He does not cuss. Mm. He does not. I'm trying to think. He didn't know that. I swear to God. He's very,
0: uh, it's like soft spoken and very kind. I don't see him as that type of dude, but.
2: He's a gentle soul.
0: He is a gentle soul. Yeah. 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 yeah he did a podcast with Mark Reif. We did a taxidermy collab yeah. podcast. Yeah. yeah. And it was cool to just kind of just hear them both chat about taxidermy. It was fun. Yeah. Well, cool. Yeah. We'll map that out. And then Johnny in here so has some grunt tubes. Oh, mine's in the, in the kitchen. But we'll talk about it, man.
1: Yeah. So with Bourbon Barrel Calls, um, the next kind of facet of that right now would be the Whitetail Grunt Tube, um, so it's also made from 100% good old Kentucky Bourbon Barrel lids as well, reclaimed wood. Um, and I brought uh, brought Eric and Kurt their own uh, their own Bourbon Barrel they sound call. Good, and they actually they do sound pretty good. We'll uh, try it in the mic. Yeah, I think it sounded good. It does. Um, so, yeah, it's a um, pretty cool piece. Um, they're on the website right now. And um, there's a couple of pretty cool, exciting things happening with bourbon barrel calls. There's a there's a couple of other species of calls that are uh, being prototyped right now. Mm-hmm. Uh, they don't primarily walk. These species fly. Mm-hmm. Um so close enough. Okay. <laughs> as far I, as we're going to yeah, take it, huh? That's, but, uh, but you're going to have to guess from there. Uh, <laughs> uh, so there's there's that in the works. Um, there is a large retail box store that Bourbon Barrel Calls is going to be going into. Ooh, that's exciting. Yeah, that's cool. Yeah. Congratulations. Thank you. Thank you very much. I won't much. pry
0: yet. I want to pry, but I won't. Yeah.
1: Um, John's been on the fence about this. I have been. It, it, he, likes uh, that. he likes that. I love the direct-to-consumer, and, yeah. and I really struggled with it. Uh, obviously during the wicked days, I had a ton of, you know, products that were in, in box stores nationally and I wasn't really happy with it. You know, nobody can sell your brand as good as you can sell your brand. Of course. Yeah, sure. And, um, but you got to make a living. Yes, but you have to make a living. Yep. And I mean, you're giving up so many margins, you know, Mm -hmm. um, as well. And sometimes it's almost, you're just turning over dollars, but nonetheless, this particular box store, um, is very well respected all of their stores legit They are legit they're nice uh they're multi-leveled uh Ooh. stores a oh lot. okay uh, usually there's yep. an escalator yes uh so um, <laughs> <laughs> only people who know will know yeah exactly so um so anyways uh that that is in in the works upc codes and all that process is is being started up but um yeah um got that going on and um Got a project. Uh, I've talked about this last time with National Wild Turkey Federation. Mm-hmm. Um, that, pro, that project is complete. So now we're just waiting on the promo cards to start inserting to the box. And then $5 from every call is in that collaborative project with Very the White cool. Oak uh, Foundation and NWTF. Very so cool, So that solidifies man. that. Um, trying to think what else we got, but you no. Know, check out the grunt tubes; they they sound really cool. And like I said, it's a nice entry point. It's not like dropping a hundred bucks, you know, on one of the turkey calls. Yeah, you can get into a grunt tube and still have, you know, some some reclaimed bourbon barrel wood. Hell yeah, uh, for you there. So yeah, and they sound great too, man. And there's there's another piece, but I'm gonna keep that one for bourbon barrel okay yeah under wraps but uh yeah there's lots of cool things it's it's been pretty neat so it's just been a cool evolving project
0: yeah congratulations on the success and the big mm-hmm. deals and uh i'm glad we got to be a little sliver of that part yeah, you know
4: yeah. so
3: yeah for it's sure. been awesome to see it from the beginning to where you're at now for yeah sure.
1: yeah it keeps it keeps changing so um um and you guys will you guys grill out i'm sure
0: yeah occasionally
1: okay all right well <laughs> I've got a little something coming for you next week to help your grilling flavors. Ooh, I like Ooh. it. Hell yeah. I like where you're going here. Uh-huh. Man, you're on like top it. of it, man. He is. Yeah. It's a you're, good, al- you're always he's thinking. He's a guru. He's always you. thinking. Yeah. He yeah. is.
0: I like it, man. Marketing yeah. brain. Marketing wage brain.
1: Always got it. You got to do it. You got to stay one step ahead, man, and like we talked about before, so much of this stuff is like right in front of your face. You just People yeah, they want to go for the it. big piece and they're missing all that little piece right. where nobody else is and
2: right. it's fun. We just sit around and just bounce ideas. Yeah. You know, it's cool. Yeah. It's it is cool. Do.
1: Yeah. And and Sam, you know, Sam has that big business history. Um he gets so, it. Yeah, he gets it. Right. Um and and you know, yeah, there's new technology out there, but it's not new principles. No. <laughs> it's all the same old right. shit. It's yeah. just a new way of doing it. Right. For sure. Yep. Well,
2: people don't understand even
1: even any small
2: business, you got to be spending, you know, seven, eight, nine, ten percent for your advertising budget.
4: Yeah,
1: yep. you know, to so, maintain. Yeah, for 15 sure. Fifteen if you want to be aggressive. Yeah.
2: So I mean, you know, people don't want to do that, and they wonder why they don't have any money. Right. Yeah. All right. You know, you got to spend it to make it.
0: Yeah, for sure. You know, that's the thing, and that's the cool thing with us is like the power of podcasts are it's hot right now, and mm-hmm. so it works. But you know, we also got to think about that too. Yeah. From our and perspective. Have you
1: guys? um I know Bourbon Barrel is uh, donating some, some calls and stuff for the shoot. Yep, yep. This might air after the shoot by the time. But, oh, okay. Um, but if you're at the well, shoot. Well, congratulations to the winner. <laughs> there you go. Perfect. It's the, the beauty of podcast life. Yeah. That's right. Yeah, congratulations to you. Congratulations to um, you. I, yeah. I was pulling for you the whole time, actually. <laughs> there you go. I knew
0: you were going to win it. Yeah. <laughs> then you can buy uh, – the burden barrel calls at workingclassbowhunter.com. dot yes, com. Yeah. and you can get it with our logo on them because yeah, yeah. we're awesome and
1: you want ones. Yeah, so we've got both uh, both models. Uh, well, we have the antler Mike logo, and then we have the big WCB yeah uh, as well. So you can choose. Uh, I like choose. both. I know. I I like both. Uh, the <laughs> antler Mike one has been the more popular. Yeah, that logo there has been. Yep, yep. Uh, yep. Has been has been more popular. It's been the hotter hotter sale but yeah they're i mean they're both cool ass logos But mm-hmm. yeah we've they're done badass. we've done a, a decent amount for you yeah. guys yeah yeah you, you've sold a lot of those calls yeah yeah we uh um, we passed um i've got call number 510 uh that shipped out today that's pretty awesome 510 of those things since november yeah that's build, incredible man build every one of them yeah yeah, yeah. every every, every single one every single piece has literally been assembled by me dang
0: um, the hands of john
4: mr <sighs> wow. utah yeah. My wife hands could talk if
1: my wife only knew what she's missing <laughs> <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> no shit that's fine. well hey, you're not wrong
0: yeah well man it's awesome to see. Well, it's, bo- it's cool to have both you guys in here on the same
1: podcast. Absolutely. It makes sense, right? You yeah, g- you guys are a team. We're all a we team. Now. T- yeah, yes. So we all are. Yeah. Very yep. cool.
2: We appreciate you. I mean, yes. the shout outs you guys do are just amazing. Yeah, orders. thanks
1: for not making me look like a dick by suggesting <laughs> you guys. <laughs> <laughs> we could have screwed John over real fast.
0: That's that's a good point. We try to pull through on the deal, yeah. but no, man. We I mean, it, to us it makes sense, and I'm I'm looking forward to the future and rolling this into more he- heavy involvement you know yeah, so, sure. but we do appreciate you guys coming out to the studio i know it's it's tough to get in here sometimes Just schedules are tough to map out but i'm yeah. glad we finally got it done and yeah. heck yeah so it's Which, like once you do it they're easier now.
1: Yeah. Oh, now yeah
3: now you actually want to make the drive and come back up oh, and have yeah. a well, it's, it's fun i mean <laughs> it's fun yeah
1: i'm a people person sam's a people person you guys you know yep. like it, it makes more sense having everybody together like that yeah. and i'm kind of uh, shy I don't like to talk. Yeah, though, right. Yeah. Yeah. This, I can, I can tell by how bashful
0: you were from when we started the podcast. Right. Right. Which it's always like a thing of concern, like when you have a new guest, you're like, oh, it's gonna take take them a minute, but some people just take yeah. it and run, you Sam's know. like,
1: No, I think I'll got bear dick. Yeah. yeah. Bear, dicks? bear dicks? Got this. He thought about it. the
3: whole way here. I guess when I just want to bring up bear dick. Give me the ball. Give me the ball. I'll run
1: with that son bitch. Oh That's man. Awesome. But no, I like I said earlier. In all seriousness, if anybody is still sitting on some turkeys, get those turkeys out of the freezer. Get them over to Old Barn. Uh, I got the 975 special that either comes with your choice of a limb, or you can get it with uh, a habitat base, so you can put it on your own pedestal or just set it on a table, whatever you want to do. Uh, But that's a table, yeah.
2: And our our turkeys are freaking incredible. Oh,
1: they are nice. It's unbelievable. Tim, Tim is just crushing it in there.
0: Cameron um, Tanks got one there. He dropped it yep. off at one uh, of his outposts at R&R. Yep. And basically, he didn't have to drive to Fort Madison, Iowa, which he was no. happy about.
2: Yeah. You know, that that outpost thing works good. You mm-hmm. know, oh, it's we, super you. convenient. We, You know, with me being in hunting camps everywhere, I've made great friendships all over the mm-hmm. Midwest. You know, and all those guys want to use us. So, you mm-hmm. know, we can we can accommodate a lot of people. You know, I'm going
0: to say it. We're outposts. talking about it. We're trying to see if that, if I could be... The studio, the podcast studio, could be an outpost for Old Barn. Yeah, um, I might as well just say it, we're talking well, about it. Talking we got to see if it's going to work. You know, yes, I think um, it will.
2: I think it'll be huge for us.
0: Yeah, and plus, you know, I'm in the middle of big buck country here, so yeah.
1: plus your score. Yeah, and you love to handle deer. Mm-hmm. I mean, it's just a fit. It makes yeah.
0: sense, it makes
3: sense if you think about yeah, it. Yeah, I mean, you could yeah. drop
1: your stuff off with Kurt, get oh, it scored, huge. it goes into a freezer, and then it gets yep. you know taken over to Old Barn, you yep. know, for the for the mount. So huge. Yep. Yeah, makes we sense. deliver back here. Yeah, you know, that way that, you know, they can come and pick it up and,
0: yeah,
2: you know, plus I can get you out of that job. You're working a job. Hey,
0: <laughs> let's talk about it, man. There's some bears I got to kill, huh? <laughs> We're moving that direction. I'm telling you. All right, man. I'm up for it. Let's talk about it. <laughs> <laughs> All right. That, let's close it out right there. That's a perfect spot to that close it out. Absolutely. Hopefully my boss doesn't listen to the full episodes. I don't um, know if he does. Nah, well. Yeah, he knows. Man. <laughs> this is my two-week notice. Yeah, hey. <laughs> Sorry, Don. Uh,
1: you got yeah, it. He gets it, man. You do have to make your announcement. If and when that day comes, you have to make it on the podcast.
3: <laughs> just, just, see. just go to yeah. work and
4: be
1: like, hey, you got to listen to this episode real quick. <laughs> yeah, I,
3: I recorded something for you. Email him to I, my John Deere email. I, just, call, just, I, called, I, called,
0: I called your name out on the podcast. <laughs> just listen to it. You please. might want to listen. <laughs> I kind of I want to be here that day, too. Uh, well, if it ever gets to that point, we'll do it.
1: There
0: you go. Uh, Burning bridges. All right. Thanks, everyone, for listening. (laughs) You know what to do. Go shoot your bow. We love you. Oh,
4: that's awesome.
1: Don't miss Thursdays with Saltwater Experience, brought to you by Golden Boat Lifts, every Thursday night from 7 to 10 p.m. Eastern on Waypoint TV, the destination for outdoor entertainment.